Attention, fantasy sports fans. Does it strike you as odd that the popularity of fantasy sports continues to grow, but the game itself never seems to change? Drafting players to be a part of your fantasy team is cool, but are you looking for something new? If you're a sports fan and you actively look for new ways to have fun and compete while watching sports, you gotta check out StatementGames.com. That's StatementGames.com. Statement Games is a new, simple, yet innovative form of sports gaming that is changing the way thousands of fans view sporting events. With Statement Games, you select player and game props or statements to compete in tournaments for prizes. Sign up for free using your Google or Facebook account. No credit card or debit card information is required. Try StatementGames.com today and watch how we take fantasy sports to the next level. StatementGames.com. That's StatementGames.com. Be fearless at MMA Long Island and Seituha Karate. Located at 28 Cold Court in Ronkonkoma, MMA Long Island is the martial arts school for you if you want to learn combat-proven techniques, build confidence, discipline, and self-esteem while learning real martial arts to fight back against bullies, predators, and peer pressure. MMA Long Island offers group and private lessons for all ages and levels in traditional goji-ru karate, MMA, and self-defense. MMA Long Island is one of Long Island's most affordable martial arts schools. There are no promotion, belt, or membership fees, and family discounts are available. All classes are taught by 7th degree black belt Sensei John Benedict with over 30 years teaching experience. So whether you want to get in the ring or protect yourself and your family, MMA Long Island can help you reach your goals. Visit MMALongIsland.com. That's MMALongIsland.com or call or text 516-381-9660. That's 516-381-9660. Do current market conditions have you nervous? Our experienced team of financial professionals at Heritage Harbor Financial Associates understands that no two investors are alike. We all have different goals, needs, and appetites for risk. That's why the one-size-fits-all approach does not work, especially when planning for retirement. At Heritage Harbor Financial Associates, we analyze your unique investment style so that you can work toward your individual retirement goals on your terms. Heritage Harbor Financial Associates can help you take steps to reach your retirement goals by providing a wide array of financial products to fit your needs, even for the risk adverse. Give us a call at 631-331-6599 to learn more or to set up an appointment with one of our financial professionals. You can also find us on the web at hhfa.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash hhfa.org. Our number again is 631-331-6599. That's 631-331-6599. Investments in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and variable annuities are not FDIC insured and are subject to fluctuation in value market risk, including loss of principal Heritage Harbor Financial Associates offer securities through AXA Advisors, LLC, New York, New York, member FINRA, SIPC, annuity and insurance products offered through AXA Network, LLC. Attention, fantasy sports fans. Does it strike you as odd that the popularity of fantasy sports continues to grow, but the game itself never seems to change? Drafting players to be a part of your fantasy team is cool, but are you looking for something new? If you're a sports fan and you actively look for new ways to have fun and compete while watching sports, you gotta check out StatementGames.com. That's StatementGames.com. Statement Games is a new, simple, yet innovative form of sports gaming that is 
changing the way thousands of fans view sporting events. With Statement Games, you select player and game props or statements to compete in tournaments for prizes. Sign up for free using your Google or Facebook account. No credit card or debit card information is required. Try StatementGames.com today and watch how we take fantasy sports to the next level. StatementGames.com. That's StatementGames.com. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the Home Stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. I'm not even going to say hello. I have to eat a lot of crow today. Um, hi, though. I'm Tyler Harrison from the home stretch. It's, it's not. It, it, today is a very bittersweet day. There's a lot of great football to be played. I think the game of the year could have been played already. Last night's football game was absolutely amazing. You saw about fourth, quarter. You saw fourth. Sorry. You saw four. Four. Game-winning drives in about three minutes. And a hell of a kick. A hell of a kick that that's going to set the tone for the year. That was a very hard loss if you're the Texans last night. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get through all that. There's a lot of football games to get through, and there's takeaways from every single one of them. The big, big news, though, is, uh, and I'm not a lead guy, but the Antonio Brown New England Patriots saga is just so funny. It's hysterical. It is almost ironic how everything played out. It's so funny. So, so funny. I'll tell you why when we get to that in about five minutes. Um, first and foremost, Speedy, how the hell was your weekend? Very footballsy, as you expect. Can we not say footballsy? Why? I don't know. It kind well, of diminishes the word football. All right. Well, I'll say full of football. Football-centric. Sure, we'll go with that. Go. I like that. Football-centric. A lot of good food at my cousin's house and watched a lot of football. Yeah. Say another word. Another word. Okay. Well, I didn't <laughs> hear you before. Um, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot to uh, get to. And, um, you know, I know I have a lot of dead air right now, Errol, but I apologize. So we're going to get to around the world in sports. I'm not even going to BS anything. There's just a lot of football to get to. And, again, I'm going to eat a lot of crow today. And I'm not really happy about it. But, you know, the show goes on, and we can't always, always be right, right? It's just bittersweet, really. I didn't. Bittersweet. I didn't think my. I didn't think my perfect season would come to an end so early. It's all right. At least you and I were both right on the Patriots blowout. Oh, I almost got the score on the nose. I said twenty-eight nothing. It was thirty-three-three. Mm-hmm. And it, they're lucky they even got the field goal. And Jimmy Garoppolo looked great. Great. I wouldn't go that far. Shut up, Speedy. That's the only other thing I can have. And that Saquon's the best running back in football, but that's about it. That's okay. the only thing I was really right about all weekend. Okay, that's fair. All right. But until then, we have Major League Baseball today. Mm-hmm. A lot of great games to be played. All right. If you can catch the sarcasm in advance, good for you. 
Merrifield's up one nothing over the White Sox. We'll start here. As uh, Alberto, no, I'm sorry. Al, as Alberto, Alberto Mondesi. Went yard. Yeah. Good, good shortstop. Them. I like him a lot, actually. But uh, the Royals are up one nothing over the White Sox. This game has tons of major playoff implications. The Oakland A's look to rebound after a waxing last night. They're up 3 nothing right now. Arguably the most important game they've played today. Thank so. you. The Astros scored 36 runs in two games. Yeah. And that Jordan Alvarez kid is by far the rookie of the year. And he just, it doesn't matter. American League, National League, he's rookie of the year. Sorry, Vlad Jr. Take a seat. The guy, the guy's been phenomenal. He doesn't win rookie of the year. The thing's a hoax. That would be a better, bigger screw job than what Gary Sanchez did win. The guy deserves it by him. The Texas Rangers and Tampa Bay Rays are tied at zero. That game just started about, I don't know, five minutes ago. The Washington Nationals are going to take on the Minnesota Twins. They're right now going to the top of the fourth. Bad news for the Twins. Um, all outfield Byron Buxton, defensively, anyway, is out for the year. That will be huge going forward. Um, however, I think they're still good enough to steal a playoff game. I mean, a round who knows? Rocco Valdelli is better than Aaron Boone, so Yankee fans, let's not get our hopes up. The Milwaukee Brewers are trying to slide in the playoffs. They're up 3-1 over the Miami Marlins. This series should be a sweep. And if it's not a sweep, they're they out. They need it today, yeah. Yeah, if they don't, if they don't sweep, they're out. Uh, Yelich did get hurt today. Found a ball off his knee. Nine out of ten times, that means nothing. But in this particular situation, they really better be careful with it. Uh, the New York Mets are up 2-1 over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Huge, huge. This isn't even kidding. Like, this is actually a major playoff implication. We joke about it, but this is huge. The Diamondbacks and Mets have to really win the whole series. We, we were joking in the last, I think, two weeks about the the Diamondbacks not meaning anything. Now they're the first team out. In the yeah, that's, that's the craziest part. Um, I do think that they're going to be out. At some point. I did too. But right now, the Mets and Diamondbacks have to get through each other. And if I'm the New York Mets, you got to win this series. It's at home. It's at home. If you are a playoff team, you've got to sweep this. It's three games? Yeah. You oh, no. need all three. No, it's, oh, no, it's four games. You need, all, you need three, at least. The Red Sox are tied with the Baltimore, Baltimore Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays have won <laughs> live radio. What are you going to do? Back, by the way, on TuneIn Radio. Yes. Boogie Betts went yard again. Yeah, trade him. I get it. I understand. <laughs> I, I, I would still trade him. Oh, five. That's what we can talk about, but we're not going to today. Tomorrow we'll talk about the Bronx. Uh, the, the Boston Red Sox are basically going into rebuild mode this all. So I would expect them to trade both Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No question about it. Build around Devers and Bogarts and um, who else? The uh, Michael Chavis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You build around those guys. You trade everybody else. And I would even look at what sales were. Because that contract's going to suck towards you. It is, but again, his worries could scare teams away too, though. No, absolutely. They could. But again, at this point, it's not a major concern. Right. But it could maybe concerning if offers out there where you're better off keeping them and taking a chance. 
Philadelphia Phillies are also up 5-4 over the Atlanta Braves. As uh, my boy, Scott Kinnery. Remember him? Yeah, last year I said he was going to be great. It sucked. This year, he's great. I shouldn't say great. But very good. Uh, the Phillies are up 5-4 with the Braves. Again, this is huge. Not for the Braves, but the Phillies really need to win two laps. At least. I mean, you are really not supposed to be a bubble playoff team. You should be definitively in. And this is really bad for Gabe Kaplan. You don't get in the playoffs, you're out. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll rephrase. If you get in the playoffs, you might be employed next year. You don't make the playoffs, just go home. Just go home, clean out your locker, and expect a phone call. Because you don't get in with this team, you're in, you're in deep shit. Uh, the Dodgers up six nothing. Yeah, the Dodgers up six nothing over the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, quite surprising. I expected a zero uh, to be added to that six. I think they clinch with clinch the division with a win. So, uh, probably. I know they got the lowest match number in baseball. But yeah, it was only one last time I checked. So, yeah, so today they'll get it. Then the New York Yankees are up 8-7 over the Detroit Tigers. It's in the top of the sixth inning, and it's 8-7. And you're telling me you're not concerned about the Yankee rotation. Okay, guys, whatever you say. Keep being Yankee fans. It's all right. You got to look at things objectively at some point in time. They've given up seven runs to the worst team in baseball. That's, uh, that's a problem. Later today, the Rockies will take on the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals are actually kind of not worried right now, I don't think. But they better be worried. Because if Milwaukee gets hot, they lose a couple games. Cubs get hot, they could be out. So the Cardinals cannot afford to lose any games. Yeah, they right can't now. get a bad losing streak. Even if they just play level, they should be fine because they did a right, hot streak. Right, even if you end the year five. They had a hot streak to open the month, too. Right. Uh, here's a series everyone should root for. The San Francisco Giants take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Can you spell boring? Because I certainly can. Uh, but this game has major, major playoff implications. The Cleveland Indians take on the Mike Troutless Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. If the Angels have a brain in their skull, Mike Trout doesn't play another game this year. He's the MVP of baseball. Let him rest. Get him healthy for next year. You're not playing for nothing now or next year anyway. But, I mean, at least let him be healthy. Jesus. The Cincinnati Reds take on the Seattle Mariners. This game has a lot of Major playoff. I mean, God damn it, this game has a lot. I mean, tons. This is actually, the Reds are in a weird spot because if they keep all their pieces with Steele and Sonny Gray, yeah, right? They could very easily be a dark horse playoff team next year if they do everything right. They're not far away. They're really not. It's possible. The thing is, they got a tough division. They do have a tough division, and you got to get out of Joey Votto's contract. That has to go. I think next year's the last year, though, for Joey Votto. Yeah, but why pay him? He was awful this year. He was awful. Terrible. Like, I don't even think he's a top ten ba- first baseman in baseball right now. I wouldn't go that far. No, stop. you got to go that far. Oh, no, he still has a lot left. Wow. He's, oh, it was ten years. I thought it was only eight. Okay. He's... Yeah, yeah, he's got, he's, got a a lot. he's got a lot left. No, he's got more than that. He's got, he's got four, and then in our, uh, no. his last year, uh, his last year's an option. So, player, uh, club option. No, well, that's. And if they buy him out, it would be seven million. Well, the Chicago Cubs take on the Padres also later today. Cubs got to win. They have to win. That kid they called up though looks really, really good. 
Oh, really Hector. What? Yeah. I think it was last night. Um, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Nico Horner. Oh. I'm sorry, I said that kind of non-enthusiastic <laughs> because the main story today is just because of us not being here Monday. This is just, it, it's just so freaking funny. It's so funny. It is almost too funny to understand how funny it is. Oh, Mr. Smiles is back. Hello, buddy. Hello. Errol Marks is here. I don't know if he's here here, but I know he's here. So, let's just get to the nitty-gritty of this, shall we? When Antonio Brown told... When Antonio Brown told the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm out of here, I want out... By the way, for all of you moron... <clears throat> uh, uneducated civilians who I told the cancer was still in Pittsburgh, Bleacher Report actually did a phenomenal, phenomenal article on why Mike Tomlin and Big Ben are to blame for the collapse, well, not collapse, but the uh, retooling, people are calling it, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's phenomenal. Go read it. It highlights every single thing I said about Big Ben being the cancer and the problem. It's hysterical. However, so Big Ben, hi, Earl. Hello. How are you? I'm good. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to fix this over here. This is Guido's mic over here, so. Oh, it's got a bunch of spit on it. No, it doesn't, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Poor Guido. You pick on him all the time. So do you. I, I pick on everybody. Poor Guido. That's a liberal statement. That's what that was. Anyway, mm. not that that's not that there's anything wrong with that. But however, actually, there's something slightly wrong. But <laughs> we'll, we're not allowed to get into that. Antonio Brown tells Pittsburgh, "Go scratch. I want out." I automatically, I don't know if you can vouch for this or not, said New England's a perfect spot. I think everybody thought New England was a perfect spot. A matter of fact, New England knew they were they were a perfect. Uh, connection with him, and that's why I think if if anybody knows the story behind this, New England was trying to trade for him. Yes, and Pittsburgh didn't even answer the phone. Yes, because they Rightfully know that. If, so, well, the question is: Is Antonio Brown going to work over there in that offense? And the reason why I say that is, there's only one ball, and you have Edelman there, you have Josh, Josh Gordon, Gordon there, and now you're now you're hearing that Gronk might be coming back. Oh, you Gronk's know? definitely coming back. Gronk's coming back. And, I've been saying that for months. I mean, it's just re- you have Sonny Michelle, you have James White. I mean, that team is loaded. Rex so, Burkhead. Is he going to be a cancer in the locker room if he's not touching the ball as much? That's going to be the question. I think that's going to be a big problem. Oh, not at all. I do. I think it's going to be a big that's problem. That's what Jet fans want to believe. <laughs> that's that, This has nothing to do have, with being a no, Jet no, no, fan. No, 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 no. I know. I know. But that's what every uh, that's what everyone in the AFC East wants to think. That's what everyone in football Really better hope. Here's, I love when people say that. I really do. This is hysterical. There is no one bigger in that locker room 
than Tom Brady, and Tom Brady sets the example. You're not going to outwork me. Whatever I'm doing, you can do. And God damn it, Tom Brady, I haven't heard a negative word about him yet. Everyone swears he's a, he, he's a jackass. He's oh. a cheater. Tom Brady. He's, um, he's well, what, what are the other things people call Tom Brady? If you don't he's think a there, dink and dunk If you don't think there was a coincidence that Antonio Brown two hours later went to the, the, the New, New England Patriots. Patriots, then I don't know what you're seeing. Because I absolutely... I, not the league knew it. I think that they had everything to do with it before it even happened. Before he even got released, he was forcing his hand for the release. I believe the Patriots knew he was going to get released, and that, that's where he was headed. I think the NFL should investigate. I really do. I think this is, to oh, me, Brown this is not Gates. fair. This is not fair. That's just so my why opinion. why is it not fair? You didn't say that when the did Browns you, got Odell Beckham Jr. Did you hear who the Jets got today? Demarius Thomas. Yes. The Which, scraps. Well, you want to know something? I don't think it's a that bad of a move. The Jets need a big man. They, no, I they like don't. the move for both sides. I think it's a good move for the Jets. Now, the question is, um, how are they going to use Demarius Thomas? Now, they don't have Herndon for another three weeks, and that that you saw was a big problem for Sam. But Sam doesn't really have that target, that big target. That, Sam used Herndon a lot last yep. year. Herndon had five touchdowns and over 500 yards, and he only played for like eight or nine games. But your tight end now is not bad. He's not good. Ryan Griffin is not a bad tight end. He's not a great one. No, he's never been good. He's not a great one. I mean, Herndon could be Herndon could be Herndon could be a Pro Bowl player. He's he's that good. Yeah, sure. I mean, so so is Le'Veon Bell, and you didn't use him at all. No, they didn't use him in the fourth quarter, which made absolutely no well, sense. Well, that's because Adam Gase coughed it up. Well, Adam, I like what Adam Gase is saying. All right, I, I know a lot of Jet fans don't like what he says and how nasty he is after the game. I like that he's picking on the players. I like that. That's going to push and that's going to brush off for the Jets. All these years we've had these player coaches, Rex Ryan, Herm Edwards, Todd Bowles. These are all player coaches. Now you have Adam Gase who doesn't take crap, and he pretty much told you. The, the corners didn't play well, they didn't play well, this didn't play well, that didn't play well. He pretty much told you that he didn't like anything that he saw on the field. I like that. I like that about a coach. You know I, why? Because he's going to set things uh, – he's going to let everybody know, I'm setting the, the locker room up like this. Either you're going to play the way I want you to play or you're going to be gone. And right. I like that. That's Bill right. Belichick. That's yes. Belichick-esque. Yes. That's yes. what we need. That's what the Jets need. That's what every team needs. They need a Marine Corps type of guy that's going to go in there and he's going to tell you what to do. Now, here's the problem, though, with Adam Gates. He's right about the tone that he should set. That game was clearly on him. Clearly on him. I think it was clearly on you a lot of things. You don't do three and outs, and you take about 90 seconds off the clock when you're up and you need to kill the clock. You don't throw – and when you need a three and eight, you're not throwing deeks behind the line of scrimmage. At least take a shot, especially when you've got this quarterback that's been hyped up now as the savior of the franchise. Well, they don't say that. that. They, they you got to let this kid air it well, out. Well, that, that's the problem right now. I, I think the offensive line – I didn't – I'll blame Adam McGaze for this. Why was it that there were four preseason games and your starting offensive line, your five guys – did not play at all on any snaps in the preseason. That made absolutely you no sense, and that's gonna that set and that's gonna set the Jets back for at least two or three weeks because it takes about three or four weeks to really grow as an offensive line. That oh, is, yeah. pro- you're not winning on Monday. 
I don't know. I, I it could go I either. That's a tough one. It could go either way. That game. Cleveland's offensive line showed nothing either. Yes. <laughs> no, I know that, but I trust. And him. if C.J. Mosley plays, the Jets could the, the Jets could pull oh, it off. Yeah. C.J. Mosley was a shining star on Sunday. Right. If C.J. Mosley experience against the Browns. If C.J. Mosley plays, the Jets could absolutely win that game. Agreed. If but you if, don't rate down three linebackers. Yeah. Well. Here, here's the thing with the Jets, and I, I know a lot of people are, a lot of Jet fans are going crazy because they lost against Buffalo, 17-16. They were up 16 nothing, and all this crap, and the field goal kicker couldn't hit a, a nosebleed. They, they added an, uh, a field goal kicker today from the Rams, yep. which I think was a good move for the Jets, even though he's only had a couple of no, field goal kicks. What happened? I know, but he played for the Rams. He oh. took over for the leg when Greg the leg got hurt. Oh, if you Sam remember. Ficken? Is yes. that who it is? Yes, yes. Ficken. Okay. Yeah, he's not bad. He's a pretty. He's young. He's better than the other kicker. He's young, and he's a, he's a good kicker. He's he's accurate, and he, he was, makes that extra point. You at least go to overtime. Well, uh, they, he should have kicked that field goal. That was that was a ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous for the Jets, and the Jets should have won that game. But shoulda, coulda, woulda, they didn't. But to me, the offensive line was the problem. That was the problem for the New York Jets. There was no question that was the problem for the Jets. Sam was running around, running around for his dear life. You saw it in the game. It was, and, and, and Sam, Sam didn't play well. You know why he didn't play well? As soon as he got rattled, he got scared. And he was right. moving back and forth in the pocket. You, when you get rattled, and that's with every quarterback, you're not going to play at the top of your game. Sam needs to be protected in the pocket so he can do the things that he's good at. And by the way, if Robbie Anderson actually caught that ball where he was pretty much was in for a touchdown, and I don't want to hear it where the guy knocked it out. of All Robbie had to do was put his hands over the other arms, and that would have been a touchdown. And, and Sam threw a perfect ball. The fact that he didn't caught the ball, Robbie Anderson has pan hands, okay? The guy can't catch a nosebleed, okay? It, it was just absolutely ridiculous, and I think it had a lot of problems. Oh, is that gone? No. That's gone. Oh, almost gone. But Ra, calm down, Cano. Calm down with your bad hammies. But I, I'll tell you, I tell you this right now. When I look at the Jets, this is a must-win game against the Browns on Monday Night Football. I don't think so. Oh, it absolutely is. Because here's For the what? thing. Here's the thing. Guess who the Jets play the week after? They play New England in New England. And then you go on your bye week. You do not want to go 0-3 on your bye week. You're pretty much done. You need to at least win one game. You don't know what's gonna now. I'm not saying that Jets are definitely going to lose the game in New England. You never know. Football, you just never know. The Jets could come out strong. Their defense is good. The Jets' defense is good. When C.J. Mosley is is running that defense, they're a good defense. The Jets showed you that could be a top uh, top 10 defense in the league. I would even say it could be top five. Yeah, they could. But without C.J. Mosley, they don't have the linebacking court. They lost Avery Williamson, which really hurt the Jets. Absolutely really hurt the Jets. Uh, in the beginning of the uh, preseason. They have, and no, they have no true middle linebacker types after that. So. And it, it's, it's a killer for the Jets. Now, when Avery Williamson comes back next year, the Jets will have their, their linebackers. But by next year, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what the Jets are going to draft? You know the Jets are going to draft a pass rusher in the draft next year. You know they are. You know they are. And, they might, and, and knowing that Joe Douglas is there, they're probably going to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. That's probably what's going to happen. Because that offensive line, I'm sorry. They need somebody in the middle. They need somebody in the middle. They no, need somebody they need on the, the left outside. side. They need outside stuff. They need oh, a left assembly, tackle. Assembly and Khalil are fine in the middle. They need a left tackle. That's what they need. Because Beecham needs either you need to move Beecham at the right tackle position or keep Shell and get rid of Beecham. Right. Beecham cannot be your best tackle. He has to be at least your second. Beecham got killed on the outside. Yeah. 
killed on the right, outside against like Buffalo. The Bills no, they're one of the best defenses. Happens. No, in the they league. have a good right. pass rush. It's still again not very. Promising I, I think you're. The Jets, I think you're both though. overreacting slightly. Overreacting what? I don't think that, that offensive line was terrible yesterday. Right. That was terrible. They didn't play all preseason and they went up against a really good defense. That's fine. And whose fault is that? Adam Gase. That is Adam Gase. If you want to blame Adam Gase for anything in that game. That's Adam Gase's fault. The fact that the offensive line didn't have any snaps in the preseason together. That was Adam Gase's fault. Everything else, listen, the play calling was going the way it was going. They had to go to the air. I'll tell you why they had to go in the air in the game at the, in the fourth quarter. Because they were clogging up the box in the fourth quarter. They wanted Le'Veon Bell to touch the ball. And everybody knew Le'Veon Bell was going to touch the ball. Jamison Crowder is going to be a big part of that offense this year. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a pro ball player. He's going to be a pro ball player. He had 99 yards, 16 catches. I mean, he played very, very well for the Jets. And they need Herndon back. And I think Demarius Thomas is going to absolutely help the Jets. He's automatically your number two. He might be their number one. Depends how he looks. He might be their number one. He looked great in the final game of the preseason, but we got to see how he it might be their number one. He might be. He's the most skilled one they have. Right, but least. I don't, uh, again, but come Whether off an injury he's targeted like that, the most now, or not. You, now you keep question. saying Demarius Thomas is washed up. He, he's still I a good wide receiver. He's still a good wide receiver. I say he came off a bad injury. And I'll tell you why the, the Patriots got rid of him is because they brought Antonio Brown in, well, or right. Demarius Thomas would be there. But do you know why they even brought Demarius Thomas back? Why? Nikhil Harry got hurt. That's fine. And Demarius Thomas, to me, is a good pickup for the Jets. But it is. No, he, even he is. if he dro- I agree with you. Even if he drops off a little, he still has the size. He still has catching ability. Great red zone guy. Good red zone guy. Great so red zone guy. I think, I I think even, even if he's not the number one target because Crowder's going to catch a ton of passes, he's still, still going to take over those complicated routes. He's still going to take over, like Errol was saying, the red zone target. So it's going to be valuable. It'll, it'll absolutely presence, help Sam. Whether his statistics are good or not. It's going to help Sam. Because you're right. He's definitely going to lose some speed just based on his injuries and just him aging. And He's not as good of a possession receiver as he used to be, obviously, but he's still good in that aspect. I will tell you this. Demarius Thomas, Demarius Thomas will absolutely play well for the New York Jets. He's a, he's a big target for Sam. Sam's been needing that. He lost Herndon. And I, I know you, you like Griffin, but Griffin is not a good tight end. He's a decent tight end. He's a great blocking tight end. Right. That's Which what he every is. every good team needs. That's what, he ha- that's what he is. Herndon's, he caught a touchdown. Herndon's a good blocker, like, and he's a good offensive player. That, that loss for Herndon for four games is a killer for the Jets. Yep. A killer for the Jets. Oh. And the fact that they get him back for game five, by then the Jets Brandon could be Copeland. out of the playoffs. They could Brandon be out of the playoffs by then. Brandon Copeland's coming back. Yeah, Copeland will be back game four, fourth game. Uh, five. He was suspended for three. Yeah, but he's hurt. Is he hurt? No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Copeland's not hurt. His hand's in a cast. Yeah, but he'll be back. That's, four, that's three that's weeks right away. Now. Yeah. yeah, he'll be back. He'll be, Copeland will be back in game four. He'll be back. I'm not, and remember, they have the bye week, too. So well, Co- no, I, I was told, because I know somebody that mar- he's married a good friend's daughter of mine, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of know what he's thinking. He's thinking he's going to come back after the bye. Yeah, game four. You have a bye in week three? Week, 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 week three. Week four. Week four. Week four. Yeah, right. so he'll be back week five. Yeah, but he'll Maybe be back for the five. fourth game. He'll be back for the fourth game. He's rehabbing for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you just played one game. You have the Browns, the Patriots, and you have your bye. Right. And then you come, right. he'll be back for game four. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So Copeland will be back, and he's, he's a linebacker. That's where right. you're going to move him. You're gonna move, and Copeland's good. 
No, he is. Brandon Copeland is good. So you move him into the position. You have C.J. Mosley coming back. Then you have your linebacking core. Then you you have a significantly decent linebacking core, which will help you. The problem is is the Jets have to win one of these games. They have to win one of these games. Against the Browns or the Patriots, they have to win one of these games. They cannot go into the bye week 0-3. They can't. But you keep saying that, but this year was kind of the stepping stone for the Jets anyway. You're not really forced to do anything. If the Jets go 0-3, but they're competitive in all three games, that's a win for the Jets. A lot of people pick the Jets to make a wild card. And, and, and I'll tell you this right now. They're good enough. Their defense is good enough. good enough. Their defense is good enough. Now, the question is, adding Demarius Thomas, is he going to help them offensively? It's going to take them to that next level. That is what I want to see. My friend reached out to me today and said Demarius Thomas signed with the, the Jets, uh, made a move for Demarius Thomas. I said, wow. I said, that's a pretty good move for the Jets. And you gave up nothing. And they gave up nothing for him. New England will find a pro bowler there, but you <laughs> gave up nothing. What did they give up? A, a sixth-round round round pick, pick next year. 2021. They, I guarantee you New England finds a pro bowler in that spot. No, they won't. It's okay. possible. <laughs> they found Brady there, so whatever. I mean, I, I don't believe that. That was a good move for the Jets. I no, think that I was agree. A, but and, Demarius Thomas, and Demarius Thomas is only, what, 30 years old? If that. I think he might be 30. I think he, no, I think he's exactly 30. I think he's 30. He still has – I think he has at least two years of tread left in his legs. So maybe the Jets found a uh, needle in the haystack, and I believe that they did. I think they need a number one guy. He could be their number one guy. First of all, don't say haystack on this show. <laughs> that's, that's rule number one. I don't give out free publicity. You're an idiot. You know that? <laughs> Speaking of idiots, hello, sir. How are you on the home stretch? How are you, moron? Oh, it's hashtag ban the beef. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Guy has a lot more information than you do, so. <laughs> there we go. Um, Barry Sanders it, is better than Zeke. Yeah, and just like Dan Prescott can't throw the ball, huh? Yeah, That's okay. not what it's so, about. I didn't say Dak couldn't throw the football. There was something that I read. Today Dak played better than Baker did. There, there, Eli there, played better than Dak there, did. There, there's something that I read that balled to me today, and it happened to be um, a Dallas Cowboy player. Oh, my God. What was no, that? Hold on. No, listen, let me finish. After the game was over on Sunday, a Giants fan with a Saquon Barkley jersey came up to him and asked him for his autograph, and he told him, I'm not giving you my autograph because you have a Giants jersey on. The kid was probably about six or seven years old. Who was the player? Demarcus Lawrence. Mm. Now, to me, Are you really surprised? I, think that's, that's, that's I, I think that that's like classless. I mean, you don't you don't turn down a little. It's not like it was an adult asking for an autograph. It was a, it was a little kid who, um, you know, probably liked him as a player and wanted his autograph and yep. he turned them down. Yep. Which, to me, I think is wrong because when you see Aaron Judge go to Red Sox, he's sitting there signing Red Sox fans for autographs and this and that. And you know what? To me, that, that player is a scumbag. Aaron Judge is, is a di- Aaron Judge is a different person. Aaron Judge no, no, is... No, Aaron Judge have to do with DeMarcus. DeMarcus yeah, Aaron, Aaron Judge would go out to the crowd and sign every single autograph that everybody yeah, comes up to. They've postponed the guy, game for him. Yeah. Yes. This, this guy just... Just like crushes this little kid's dreams or he's whatever, a and not by not signing an order. That has nothing well, to do with it because on. he's a cowboy. No, the Cowboys always have bad ads. That's not true. But I have a comment. Troy here Aikman was a very Troy Aikman used to, and everybody said Troy Aikman was an ass. Troy Aikman used to sign every autograph, every autograph. Mm-hmm. Emmett Smith used to sign every autograph. Even Michael Irvin, even Michael Irvin, who everybody said was a PR, you know what? And I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it on the show. So Snugs the cat wrote. Hold on, whoa, 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 hold on. Snugs the cat wrote the Patriots find goats in the sixth round. Say that, and Errol will go nuts. Hey Snug, do me a favor, man. 
I, I know you're a Patriots fan. I know you love your Patriots. Why don't you stay out in Sacramento or San Jose, wherever the hell you are, and just play with your cats, okay? Pet your cats. <laughs> you know, suck down Why their hairballs or whatever the, the heck you do because you want to know something. I am so sick and tired like of hearing Patriot fans. No, I love Snug, too, and Snug is one of my oldest fans. I mean, he used to follow us from the days in my basement. I mean, I love Snug. Oh, he wrote again. What Why do you is say? the beef derailing the show? Hashtag ban the beef. <laughs> You're an idiot. I didn't say it. Take it up with Snug's the cat. Well, it's Snug they're, they're all the idiots, cat. and they don't know what they're talking about. And, 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 and same thing with Matty oh, Cat, same thing with Jeff from Tampa. They're, they're all a bunch of idiots, and they have their clues on when it comes to sports. No, so, I, I, listen, listen. Yeah, but Matty Caps has never said that Ezekiel Elliott could do what Barry Sanders did Matty, behind that Matty one. Caps knows nothing, and he's a moron. So there you go. <laughs> I would actually agree with you on that one. I mean, he knows absolutely I, you know what it is. Sports. You know what it is. Is some of the guys, some of the hosts on this show, even the co-hosts of this show, they're fans. Okay, and I understand right. that. That's I, I under I understand that. I am I'm a Jet fan, but when I I took a shot at the Jets. My whole show. On Monday, mm-hmm. it was taking shots at the Jets, Gase, and the defense, and Greg Williams, and the offense, and everything. Well, I blamed everybody. I blamed everybody because it was a complete team collapse. Just because I'm a fan of my team, I'm a realist. And I'm going to well, tell you how I feel of what I saw well, what on you, the field. What you said to me off air on the, about the Jets is how on their, their offensive line, they haven't played all preseason together. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's a true statement. That is a true statement. You could see how they played. They were terrible. They were terrible. They could, they that was the worst. Right. That was the worst offensive line play throughout yeah. the Sunday Sunday's football games. That was yep. terrible. But Absolutely terrible. It was you horrendous. Were still up seventeen nothing. Sixteen nothing. Sorry, sixteen nothing. You mean the field, yeah, field goal kicker like couldn't kick? When C.J. So. Mosley came out of the game, that, that's what changed the whole thing. That, that uh, ex- exactly changed the whole uh, thing. And I listen, as soon as Mosley came out, the game completely changed. Sure. Completely changed. But if you would have managed the clock better, that gets null and void. Well, here's the thing. You, you say manage the clock better. First of all, after Mosley came out, they kicked a field goal. They took the ball. They kicked a field goal. Sure. They went, the, the Jets went three and out. And then they scored a touchdown. Then the Jets went three and out, right. and then they scored another touchdown. I mean, there was nothing the Jets could do. And, I, and losing C.J. Mosley with all the injuries they have in the middle and losing Copeland, like we were just talking about, that affected the Jets' defense. Yeah, they're never on the field. It's hard for them to be able to operate the offense in a trickier manner than when there's actually a flow to the offense and you have longer drives. If the Jets' defense can't get off the field, that's a problem. Now, I will say this, though. Most of the Bills' chunk plays came at the outside, which is Mosley's, Mosley's spot on the field. He's a middle linebacker. He's a physical coverage middle linebacker. So you do have to blame the secondary and the other outside linebackers for that. Too, well, I'll tell you this. Marcus May play well. Jamal Adams played well. Jamal Adams always played well. You know, Marcus May play better than Jamal Adams in well, that game. I mean, I, I like what he the was Jets all over the place, they, Marcus May. Yeah. All over the I, place. I like, what the, I like what the Jets did grabbing Demarius Thomas. I think it's a good fit. I think Jets. it was a great move for the Jets. Now, the yeah. question is, how long is it going to take him to understand the offense? That's going to be the question. Weeks. 
That's I mean, the, he's a smart he's a smart player, so I'm sure he'll pick up very quickly. I wouldn't I mean, play him until after I mean, the bye. But he has they're playing him. That, that, they're that, playing him this week. They got to play him. They need him. They have more urgency. They to need play him. him. So but think, you keep yeah, saying urgency. Build, There's no urgency on a team like the Jets. No, but he, yes, it is. They're they're expected. A lot of people are expecting them to be a wild card team this year, Tyler. And if you don't, if you don't win, if you don't win this game, you don't win one of these games in the next two weeks. You're going into the half. You're going into the bye. 0-3. That, to me, when was the last team, but there was only two teams in the last five years that have gone through, you know, gone 0-3 and made the playoffs. Do you know those teams? The Saints, I think, were one of them. Saints huh? are one of them. Saints. And who was the other? Nope. No. Uh, Ravens. No, nope. it w- no, I think it was, uh, it was 2015. I think it was the Chiefs. It was the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs. Oh, wait, hold it was on. The there's ch- more. The Chiefs and the Texans, I think, both were 1-5 that year and came back and made the playoffs. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Snug's the Snug, sorry, the cat wrote tried to take Earl's advice and play with my cats, but they heard the beeves' ridiculous takes and ran outside. Hashtag ban the beef. <laughs> yeah. He's such an idiot. He's an idiot. He can go play with his blonde hair, stupid people over in California, whatever the hell he's from. Hey, listen, Snug, Snug's a good guy. He's just pissing you off. He knows he had to they get, get under your much, skin. They get too much sun over there. He he's just trying to get so. under your skin. L- listen, Mikey yeah, well, C is maybe, a front runner. I mean, Mikey C maybe, is a front runner. Maybe, maybe his brain's exploding from all the sun that he's uh, sitting in. Who knows? But to me, when you look at the Cowboys... And you know what, Beef? You don't actually get along with anyone in the Sunshine State. Florida <laughs> no, and California do not like Van the Because everyone likes to take shots at me for no reason. So. Well, sometimes have, it's justified when you go around saying things like Listen, that. Listen, you, you have a right for your own opinion. Some of the opinions that you have is a little well, crazy. Mike Prescott's going to win three Super Bowls. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to go back to the original thing now because this is a bombshell. What is this? Antonio Brown accused of sexually assaulting and raping a woman who attended college with him. Uh-oh. Ah, there's suspension oh, right there. Oh, boy. Now, a- let's just call a spade a spade. You want to talk about, you want to talk about conspiracy theories? Here's one for you. That's made up. Sorry, don't call the cops on me, but let's just talk about it. This is really, really strange timing. Oh, he's a Patriot. This is unfair. Oh, my God. The Patriots are going to win a Super Bowl, guaranteed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Rape, assault, sexual abuse. Ah, yeah. We're right over here. Stop. This is BS. And this is asinine we'll and ridiculous. See. We'll see because he's going to be suspended. No, no, he's not. Oh, he's going to be suspended. Oh, this has Zeke written Because all if there's it. any truth to this story, he's going to be suspended. Sure. Where are you reading the story? I don't even see it. Where? It just came from Bleacher Report Look at just you, man. now. Look at you. Breaking news. Breaking news. We should, we should have from a breaking news. From the New York news. Times. So well, you know it made up. What we're going to do is we're going to get a breaking news sound. For, for for worldwide Can sports we? radio network. No, we no, 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 not no, worldwide sports. Yes, no, 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 breaking no. news. No, everyone else is screwed up. No. I just wanted to be here. He wants so his own you I'm the only one that gives you the score. How about this? You, you have Channel Seven. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, can you give me that? Yeah, you're the producer. Produce Channel Seven, the old breaking news Channel Seven. You know, you, you remember that? Remember that? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the old school uh, Ron Burgundy type song. Oh. There it is. What? Can you get the uh, something from uh, Anchorman? One or two. doesn't really matter. But they always have those. Oh, well, one was better, so I'm going to go with one. All right, there you go. And it's got the... Anchorman. Oh, my God. You are one I'll search answer weird Anchorman person. News you know, You've never sound. seen Anchorman? I've seen Anchorman. I've seen Anchorman 2. I don't like that movie. I don't really? think it's that funny. I'm a Will Farrell fan. I don't like that movie. I can't stand that movie. What is 
wrong with you? I just don't like that movie. You don't laugh a lot, do you? I laugh a lot. No, he no he does. He, he laughs. He laughs a lot. Yeah. I laugh a the, lot. At, yeah. Other than his jokes? No, I laugh at everything. I, I like to laugh, actually. Do you? Yes, I do. You Talking laugh? to Mike. Yes. You have a laugh. <laughs> yes, I Can do. Can we hear? I have all different laughs. He's got different. Can laughs. you give me like a deep, sincere like? How about I take my shoe? How about I take my shoe off and throw it at your head? That's fine, but you're a Jets fan. You might miss. I will not miss. And why? What is? What is it with all you people out there? Because oh, I'm first a Jet of all, fan. Not all you people. Yeah, you. I'm you're bringing it up. You're an idiot. I'm me though. You're a fool. As I always fool call gold. you, Tyler, aka Mothball, aka Moron Harrison. You're right. My brain's more mm-hmm. on than yours. You and your moron so, crap. What were you going to say about the Cowboys? Nobody. Nobody cares about well, the Cowboys. No. Nobody. No, uh, what, I, what, I'm lo- what I want to see from the Cowboys is, uh, who are the Cowboys playing this coming week? Philly. They got Washington. Washington. They have Washington. So that's, that's a game they should win. I, I, I yeah, want to. It's so in Washington. Sure Washington does play well. I, I still I be so sure the about The Cowboys that. are going to win that game. They're going to win it's that game. It's going to be closer than you think. Uh, that's fine. The Cowboys are going to win that game. I want to see when the Cowboys play Philadelphia or they play the Saints, or they New play England. New England, one of these teams. I want to see the Cowboys come out on fire and play against one of those teams where they can compete with. If I see that okay. from the Cowboys, then we can start talking about maybe them being contenders this year. But until then, I don't no, believe. My God, I do not believe they're contenders this year. I don't. It's I think there's a lot of weaknesses. The they have a lot of weaknesses protection. offensively. They do. Yeah, like your head coach. <laughs> Now, I like their defense. I think their defense is going yeah, to be stellar. Yeah, but the head coach wasn't calling the plays. I was Kellen Moore calling the plays. Oh, that's oh. even worse. <laughs> that's Why? even more. Do you know their whole offensive staff? Kellen Moore? Are we, are we talking about Kellen Moore, the quarterback? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. Their head coach. The Kellen Moore. And their tight end coach are all quarterbacks. Listen to me. Uh, Mike, and I, I, I love you, and you know I, I respect you. Hashtag Kellen Moore. Vanity. Kellen Moore is an idiot, Okay. He is an oh, idiot. He, like he, he was a terrible quarterback. He was a terrible quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, okay. So, but then you can't, so how, how do you not know he could be a good coordinator in the NFL? You don't know that. He's going to be the next coach of the Cowboys, more than likely, if, yep. if, if no, they can't get. Not. Oh, he's absolutely going to I think. I think. I still think it's Lincoln Riley. I still think it's going to be Lincoln Riley because I believe that there's a connection between Lincoln Riley and Jones. I, I believe right. that. And I, just, I, I absolutely believe that Lincoln Riley signed that extension because he knows that he can opt out. Remember, when he signed that extension with Oklahoma, he has an opt-out clause. So he made sure there was an opt-out clause. His dream is to coach the, the Cowboys. He grew up a Cowboy fan. He's from Dallas. That's, and he's very good friends with um, well, Jones. I don't, I, uh, either way, whatever happens with Garrett, I don't think they're responding. Well, if they get Lincoln Riley, they got a good coach. If they can get, if they can somehow pull Lincoln Riley away from Oklahoma, they're they're getting a good, talented, offensive guru. He that's who he is. Well, Look at I the heard, quarterback he's coaching. I heard he Sean coached. Payton was in the mix too. Two. Sean Payton? He's not. He's not no, leaving the Saints. Sean not Payton's not going anywhere. He's not leaving the Saints. He's not. Maybe he shot that well, down every year now, for like five years. What happened? When Drew Brees retires, he will. He just signed his extension, didn't he? He's got Taysom Hill. He just signed his extension. If the Saints didn't rebuild all these nice offensive players like they have, maybe, but they now they have. He just signed his extension. Is he going to leave 
Hill, Kamara, Thomas. What did he just sign? A four or five-year deal? Something. I think he just signed a four or five-year deal last year. He's not going oh. anywhere. Oh, yeah. Well, there, was, there, was, there was rumors. That uh, there were rumors. Dude, there were rumors three years ago they were going to try to trade him. Dude, there are rumors that I'm, uh, I'm going to be the next coach of the New York Giants. Okay. Well, maybe you should. You might have a better chance. I probably oh, would Pat be. Pat a moron. I trust you more than the coach they previously had. So <laughs> Pat I probably can, a jackass. I probably Pat can help them out. fired this morning or yesterday morning as soon as possible. To me, when I look at the Cowboys, I, I just think that the Cowboys haven't really proven enough to me to think that they're a, a Super Bowl contender. That's all I'm saying. And I, I want to see them. I want to see them against the good teams play like they played against the Gi- The Giants aren't going nowhere this year. That defense is horrendous. Of course, but I'm telling you right now, there's something about this team that's going to take them there. I'm telling you. Okay. What? What is going to take them there? Stop. Don't don't dive too deep. No, I want to know. I want want to know what what do you think is going to take them there? It's a feeling he has. What about their their defense and their offense? Their offense isn't good, Mike. It It, is good. It really isn't. You, don't, you, you picked don't, on arguably one of the worst defenses. Good. Trust me, it's good. When, you're, when people are talking about your best offensive option besides Ezekiel Elliott is Randall Cobb. Or okay? Jason Witten. No. Randall Cobb. No. They're saying Randall Cobb is going to be more explosive this year than Amari Cooper. And he looked oh, more thanks. explosive. He looked more explosive in that game than Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup was the best receiver in that game. Gallup looked good, too. Gallup. Michael Gallup is absolutely going to be a phenomenal receiver in this league. I do not believe that. No, I do. I, I loved him coming out of the draft. I did not, and I and I had him. I had I I actually had him on my fantasy team. He did nothing last year, and oh, we have another we have another snug to cat request. What is the snug? Please God, please hold on. Start a blog of classic beef takes. The insanity knows no ends. <laughs> snug is a piece of work, man. What we got to do? What we got to do is I'm going to figure something out where we can have. Two he calls. Come here. Two calls at the same time. He wants us to start a GoFundMe so he can come here. Why does he? Need, that, that guy makes more than enough money. Trust me. Oh, the snug the cat. Here's oh. the thing. I want him here. That guy has a PhD. Great. Do you know that? A what? Doctor Economics? No, he has a PhD. He's a smart guy. Snug is a smart guy. So ah, oh, now I know why he likes. Me. Good. We're here, Snugs. We're here. What is well, that? Your I'm brain? I'm telling you right now. That- the what? Cowboys have a lot of weapons, and they're going to be fine. Oh, so. you, I wouldn't say you have a lot of weapons. They're going to be fine. Okay. The problem with them is you have Randall Cobb, who's an injury-prone player. You have Zeke didn't a, look great. Well, Zeke, well, Zeke hasn't played, really, for like four, 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 four or five Zeke weeks. Zeke didn't play that many carries. And, and they, they Zeke will be good, fine. So. Zeke will be fine. If there's yep. anybody that will be fine, it's Zeke Elliott. He'll be fine. He's a beast. Yep. That guy is the is one of the best offensive players in the league. Oh my god, that's an overstatement. Don't don't overstatement. Best offensive player. One the of league. the best offensive players in the league. You could argue he's not even a top five running back. Oh, you are out of your mind if you don't think Ezekiel Elliott is a top five running back. Who had more yards than him last year? Nobody. When you force feed somebody, force feed him what? Them. He's averaging four point six yards a carry. Right. How many players? How many players did that last year? More than him. Really? Yes. Uh, I'll tell you this. There's no, not more than four guys that done that. Lindsey had more. Saquon had more. How many touches did Lindsey have? Less. Exactly. When you have more and you're averaging 4.6 a carry, oh, but then you can't the percentages, say that. The percentages work it, in Zeke's way. What are you right. talking about? Exactly. You're so telling me Zeke is not exactly one of the best running question? backs in the league? 
Are you nuts? Are you insane? No, you're I insane. You're nuts. All right. Among Calm running down. backs that have had that had 200 or more carries last year, Zeke is sixth with 4.7. Derrick Henry at 4.9. Joe Mixon 4.9. Todd Gurley 4.9. And McCaffrey had five. And Saquon had five. Yeah. So Zeke is easily. Easily a top five that. running back in the league. It's not even a question. You could argue that he's a top three. For you to say that he isn't, you're 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 thinking out of the box here. You really are. And I'm not even a cowboy fan, but I, and I like maybe Zeke. Maybe you think maybe if what? you open the box, Pandora's box, just a little bit. Well, maybe you need to open other boxes because the boxes aren't opening. <laughs> and if you know you what I mean, open the box. Well, I, I don't see th- the box. It's quite simple. That's not the box I'm talking about. Oh, Jesus. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Well, did you, did Your box you by the way, get my article that I it sent does. you? It does. <laughs> did you read it? What? Whose article? Thank you. Errol. Yeah, I read the article. And I'm going to tell you this. That article is a hunk of crap, all right? What's well, a hunk uh, of crap? I don't think so. It's a hunk of crap. There is no way they're going to have $86 million under the cap next okay. year. There's you no watch. way. Watch. Th- you watch. They have two. <laughs> they have... Yes. What? Hold on. There's more. He's a smart man, right? Mm-hmm. All right. As an educated man, I endorse at least 95% of Tyler Harrison's takes. Tyler Harrison is the anti-beef. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, at least he gives you a compliment. That's a right. good thing. And he's the most educated man we probably have. He's an educated person. He's very smart. All right, then. <laughs> I'll See, give him credit when credit is due. is due. He is a smart guy. I mean, I've known Snug. Snug's been a fan for five years, and he's a smart dude. He, he is. Put a ring on he's it. Not, he, even though he says stupid takes when he calls the show and pisses me off, but he's a smart guy, and I like Hashtag Snug. Hashtag Tom Brady. I like Snug. Hashtag seven. Could you shut the hell up with hashtag crap? I mean, first hashtag of all, they haven't won anything yet. So you're speaking out of your you-know-what. They haven't won anything this year. They won one game against a Pittsburgh Steelers team where their defense stinks. That was that one. Of, they're going to be one of the worst defensive teams in the league this That's year. That's bullshit. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? You were just oh, agreeing oh, with no, me no, on no, that. No, 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 no. I thought I meant New England. Oh. My bad. I thought I meant New England. Calm down. Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year. Right. Yeah, and whose fault yep. is that? The teams. The office and Mike right. Tomlin. Right. I mean, exactly. what, 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 what do you want me to say? I mean, it's not. New England's fault that Pittsburgh... Nobody said it was New England's fault. I'm telling you that they're going to have one of the worst defensive teams in the league this year. New England's going to have one of the best offenses in the league this year. If they could stay healthy. Sure. And these are all ifs. These are all ifs. If Tom Brady does what he always does and plays every single game, he'll be fine. That My, team. The fact is, why, why, why do the Patriots get always brought up on these shows? It, it, this isn't Patriot because Antonio country. Brown signing with New England by far was the most important thing of the weekend. Really? By far. Really? Yes. No. 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 Actually, football season. Uh, Sunday, Sunday football f- over the weekend for the first Sunday of the week. That was the biggest story of football. No, and, and, and Nadal winning that tennis match was unbelievable. Nadal? Tennis? Did you, hang up. Did you hang just up. say Nadal? Hang up on his ass. Yeah. Speedy, hang up on him. Speedy. The tennis player. Speedy. I know who Ralph, I know what Ralph, now, I know what Ralph Nadal I, is. Hashtag ban the beef. Do it now. No, don't hang up on him. Why? Nadal? Antonio Brown, Nadal winning a tennis match. Do you even know who his opponent was, was? That was a great match. That was a great tennis match. Beef, who was his opponent? Great. 
I tell you what, I, I watched I watched that over to the football. Was more Who was Nadal's opponent? I don't remember. Oh, it was so great. How could you not know the other guy's name? I said the, the match was a great match. There's so wouldn't you remember who lost if it was that great? He was, ranked, he, was, he was ranked eighth in the country. Right. Who'd Pittsburgh play on Sunday? Who cares? It was the Patriots. I don't know All right, but, right, but you know who won and who lost because it's important. You don't know who lost know who because it didn't matter. Oh, who are the Yankees playing right know. now? Oh, I don't know. They won. All right. You know why? The Detroit Tigers do not matter. They don't matter. They were still only up by one run. The tennis match is more interesting no, than the football. That's because that the Yankees don't Sunday. have a starting pitcher or a pitcher right now, period, to do anything. Really? James Paxton's been killing it. What are you talking about? Because he's finally pitching well Eight, after a finally, year of disappointment. So finally pitching well. He's the hottest pitcher in baseball right now. In the last eight games, he's been his his ERA is like one point six two right now. And he's he's. Did you eight. tell me when they first got him in like January? Like, I told you that he was going to fourteen or more wins, and he's definitely going to. He's definitely going to. With the ERA barely above three. His his ERA is going to be three point something. And I said it was gonna be it was gonna be in the threes. I did say that. Go look at go Medvedev look at what I said. Is his name. What? That was the other tennis guy's name. Snug told me the name. Medvedev. Listen. Snug, Snug, the tennis expert. That's Ross. not even a name you should not forget. Well, listen, Rob. Roth deserves a little bit of credit, and I I didn't talk about Roth. That's Ralph great, but he tennis doesn't. sucks. No, he doesn't. Te- what? No, it doesn't. Tennis. Tennis does not suck. Tennis is one of the most that was boring U- things to yeah, watch. Yeah, that was the U.S. Open here in New York. You have to talk about Oh, the US it was Open. in New York. Yes. Guess what? Eh. I got to fix that call waiting thing. I got to call up uh, Optimum. Optimum on that. Hashtag Optimum online. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but that, to me, that was more interesting than the football that happened over the weekend. I'm sorry. No, well, that's great. No, it wasn't. You are definitely alone on that one. No, yeah. that definitely. Hashtag that's the beef strikes again. That, no, that, that, was that, that was a terrible that was a terrible take right there, Beef. Come on. Nope. Come Season on, kickoff, the one hundredth nope. centennial year. Now nah, I'm gonna go watch the tennis. You're gonna match. tell me you're gonna tell me that was the biggest talked about sport over the weekend no, over I football? It was the biggest talk. I said it was more interesting to watch. No, it was not. Was Come on, Beef. No, it wasn't. It was. Did you watch the, the games last night? The Monday night the same texting game could be game of the year. I didn't even watch the game last night. Oh, my God. Hang well, up there you on go. Him. Hang up on him. I'm dead serious. Hang, no, I'll do it. don't hang, hang up, up on him. Don't hang up what on him. What do you him. mean? It's my show. What are you talking about? Why are you going to hang up on somebody? Because he's being dumb. Well, you be dumb every single day, hour of the day. I mean, you what are. What does that have to do with anything? I mean, you're smiling. You employ me, though. Yes, I do. All right, then. So who's really dumb? Both of us. All right, then. Hang up on him. No. Don't yeah. hang up on him. Yeah. What do you think, your Francesca? Because he's nowhere near him. No. Oh, that's so clever. Oh, you think it's, you're it's, famous? It's, it's uh, like your, your show sucks because you can't stay on one topic. That's why. You, wait a minute, moron. Oh, we were talking about the Jets and you called about the Cowboys. No. I that's two about different about topics, I, jackass. I, it was, a, oh, it was an article I read about a player turning down a fan. That's right. All, that's, that's all but what does that have to do with and then, Antonio and Brown in New England or the New York Jets? then I started talking about the Jets. Then you guys went off on different subjects. Now it's you guys. See? So hey, you fault. guys. I don't know what that means. Uh, you never seen Goonies. The Goonies? Nope. Great movie. Wow. You never seen wow. The Goonies? You're like 10 years older than me. Dude. I've seen The Goonies. Everybody's seen <laughs> The Goonies. That's a classic. You, know, you better take your son or 
Watch it with your son. You'll love it. It is a is funny. Is that the one with the shake? The shake? What do you mean the shake? Do it. Oh, I don't want to do it. Do it. Oh, oh t- yes. Shuffle, shuffle? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. Yes. So I've seen a little bit of it. Put me to sleep. What? You, you don't know what a classic is then, man. What's your favorite movie? Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, Back to the Future, probably. That's a good movie. I love my, I, I like Michael J. Fox. I actually know Michael J. Fox personally. Really? Yes, I do. Well, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, Can you is. tell me more? Yes, I know his family. My sister actually. Can he come here? No. Can we call him? Why would you want to call Michael J. Fox? I, I mean, he's, he's a big my hockey favorite. fan. He is a big hockey fan. And him and Henrik Lundqvist have a great working relationship, actually, if you know the story behind that. I'm sure they do. And they do. I'm sure they do. I could care less. I'm not a Henrik Lundqvist fan. No, so. that's because you're an Islander fan and you don't know good goalies. But uh, anyway. Really? I don't know good goalies? I mean, you think Robin Leonard was great. I didn't say he was great. No, I said he had a great season last run. year. Yeah, I didn't say he was great. Henrik Lundqvist by far is the best goalie in either New York team. Right now, so. what do you, well, hold, hold on one second. What did you say? Henrik Lundqvist is by far. Henrik Lundqvist was not better last year than Leonard. No. He if was you not. look at their careers, Henrik Lundqvist yes! is the best of goalie of course. to play in New York for the past 20 years. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. I mean, Mike Richter was retired by then, so who the hell Mike Richter, be? John Van Beesbrook. Mike Richter hasn't been retired in 20 years. Mike Richter has not been retired for 20 years. It's close when to retire, it. It's closer Richter? Mike Richter has been retired. Mike Richter. Oh, Mike Richter. I thought he retired. Yeah, it was, it was 02. He retired. Okay, so that's 17. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's not the best quarterback New York's ever had. No, he's not. He plays hockey, so he'd be the best goalie. I mean, that's what I mean. Goal, uh, goaltending. He's not the best goaltender. New York has ever had, uh, or in the 20, or in 20 years. years. No, he's not. I mean, Van Beesbrook wasn't in New York during that time Yes, either. he did. Yes, he was. He played for the Islanders. Is he what, did? a year and a half? So what? He was there. In the, he played in New York. Mm. He did. He played in New York. I don't know. How about Chris Osgood? Remember Long him? Is better. He didn't play long enough in New York. Yeah, so. but Chris Osgood was just as good as any go- goaltender. In the league, you could argue the Henrik Lundqvist is a top ten goalie all time. No, he's not. That I will argue to the end. He is not even close to a top ten goaltender of all time. I will argue that to. Please don't get me started on that. He's not even close. He's he's about. I would say he's nineteen or eighteen. Kind of the kind of where Kobe is in my top my top twenty. Well, you were dumb about the first one, yeah. and you're dumber on this. One. No, I'm not. Do you, you want, know all the stats do you want me to you want me to you want me to bring up numbers? If you want to you want to bring up numbers. I don't think you want to do that. Is he better than Eddie Jockerman? No. Is he better than Patrick Waugh? No. Is he Patrick better Waugh's than Mar- the greatest goalie of all time? I, it, no, he's not. Martin Brodeur is. It's ah, not stop. even it's not even close. Martin Brodeur? Is he better than Martin Brodeur? Who? Henrik Lundqvist. No, I said 10. Okay. Uh, you said 10. Right. Okay. So, is he better than Eddie Belfour? I think so. You're out of your mind. Okay, because you, you, you obviously didn't watch hockey at that time. Um, let's see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just. How about um, Dominic Kashuk? You better than Dominic? Yes. You're out of your mind? No, he's not. I he, wouldn't go that far. You're I out of your mind? Um, he's similar to Osgood. Give him Osgood a very yes. defense. I would say he's, he's around Osgood. He says very similar he's number to Osgood, Osgood yeah. but Lundqvist has had better save percentage yeah, most of his career. He's Osgood like. He Osgood. I would put Osgood in the top twenty-two. I would say Osgood twenty. But there were so many goaltenders. Glenn Hall. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Original one of the greatest. One of the greatest goaltenders of all time. One of the greatest. Okay. How many are you at? What do you mean? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, just naming, I'm just naming goaltenders off the head. Uh, there are a lot of great goaltenders. A lot. Hashtag Hank. 
a lot. Hank is not a top 10 of all time. Not even close. No, it's not. 18 close to 10. Dude, he's not even the best goaltender the Rangers ever had. He's not. He's he, no, he's not. No, he's not. Jockman, and then who? Mike Richter. Mike Richter was better than. It's close. Uh, he was better than Henrik Lundqvist. And if by Lundqvist the way, won a cup, be, by the way, insane. by the way, Mike Richter won a cup. Oh. And I am not, and I'm not a Mike Richter fan because I grew up a Van Beesburg fan. But Mike Richter winning a cup is the only thing you got. On and that. and I'll tell you this: if Lundqvist wins that cup a few years ago. You're not saying that. Lundqvist would probably be first. You're out of your mind. You, what are you drinking, man? Or what? What are you? There, there is something like mentally wrong with you. Is he better than Grant Fuhr? No. <laughs> Dude, I can go through teams. If you, if you let me, if I, if I had a list of goaltenders, Henrik Lundqvist would probably be 25 or 24 on my list. Okay? That's worse than you having Kobe at 18. No, that's, that's true. Because I think Kobe's right there at 17 or 18. That's where that's I think Kobe asinine. is. No, it's not asinine. Lundqvist numbers and in similar years, so they both play the same amount now are who? Pretty consistently better than Richter's. Who? Lundqvist's. Yeah, but Mike Richter played in a time. Mike Richter played at a time where the game was a lot better. It was a lot better players. How can you say that? It was a lot better players. What do you mean? Pavel Bore, Sergei Fedorov. Do you want to? You, Alexander you McGillney. Hall of Famers playing right now. There were more Hall of Famers in those the times. Game are is you kidding? Offensively are, gifted now. Are, offensively gifted. They made it a game that's offensively right. gifted. So it's harder for the if goalie Jeremy, now. If Jeremy Roenick played, no, it's not. It's easier for the goaltending. It's easier. If it's, the if pads the are game, bigger. The pads are bigger. If the game was built for offense, oh my how god, is the game are, dude! The I played hockey. Are you kidding yes. me? Are you kidding you did. me? Goaltending. First of all, the goaltending those times, the, the the equipment are easily smaller. Easily smaller. The nets are the same size. They are. the The goalie creases are different. There is no. There, there's no two line. There's no two line passes. Right. There's no two. No, no. They yeah. took the. They, they took, took the, the red line. line yeah, they took yeah. the two-line pass away. Right. That's it. Helps offense. It does. In those times, the That's speed great. of the game, the speed of the game, and the players were so much better. Go back, Brett. Brett Hull. I, I'll go. I'll go up and down the nineties. The nineties. Nineties. Alexander Ovechkin. Dude, there were players just as good as Ovechkin. Mario Lemieux. You telling me? Sidney Crosby. Uh, Sidney Crosby. Sidney. Wayne Gretzky. Connor McDavid. Connor. Uh, two, three years he's Patrick been in the league. Kane. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane. Okay. Vladimir Tarasenko. Jeremy Roenick. Stamkos. Keith Kachuk. Mike Madano. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Are you, are you drinking something? The 90s hockey, and I've argued this with Mike for years. It's not even close. The defensive players, you want me to go? Nicholas Lindstrom. I'll go up defense and down the defense. The goalie, buddy. Oh, my God. They are offensive defensive players. They changed the game. Nicholas Lindstrom changed the game offensively defensive, uh, defensive players. Richter had one of them on his team, Brian Leach. Yes, Brian yes. Leach. Yeah. Ray Bork. Who the hell does Henry Lundquist have? Oh, my God. That has nothing to do with what we're Lundquist talking about. Henry never had a Brian Leach. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about yes, now. Yes, it does. I'm naming players. You're telling me the game. You there are who, better players you know now than there are then. biggest help has been? Ryan McDonough. There were more better players in the 90s, hands down, than this era of hockey. It's not even yeah, close. The player, the player well it's not even Absolutely. close. It's not even close. You're nuts. Mm-mm. You're crazy. No. None, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. When Sidney Crosby, no. Crosby retires, is he going to anywhere have the numbers Wayne Gretzky had? 
no one will ever touch Wayne Gretzky's nose. That's not true. Um, what are you talking uh, about? Not that's true. not true. So who's going to do it? Uh, all right, hold on, hold on. Who's Is there anybody it? in the league right now that's going to score more goals besides, besides Ovechkin, more goals than Mario Lemieux? And Mario Lemieux, by the way, only played 13 seasons because he had leukemia. Right. All right, so... I would venture to say no. Tarasenko is going to get there. Oh my God, you are nuts! You are nuts! You're comparing Tarasenko to Mario Lemieux. You need the longevity. Are you nuts? What are you talking about? Tarasenko not going to have longevity. Have you ever watched Mario Lemieux play? Considering he retired before I was born. Exactly. Shut up. It's like you saying it's like comparing. It's like comparing Kevin Durant to Michael Jordan, who who was stupid enough to do that. Give I me can a name break. A few people. Unbelievable. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. You never I've seen heard these Kevin guys. Is more offensively gifted you than never. Jordan. That's a ridiculous statement, by the way. Well, ridiculous. I've heard it. Yeah, yeah, that's not even close. It's not they're, even they're close. 470 something goals apart. Right. It's how not, old is Tarasenko? 26? <laughs> something like that, but it's okay. still like. Tarasenko is going to have to play at least seven he's or never, eight more yeah, seasons to even come never, close. He's never had a 50 Mario Lemieux did it in 13 years. 13 sure. years. Uh, you wanted a name, and I gave oh you Oh, my name. God. You're nuts. You are absolutely nuts. He's 27 years old. He's never had a 50-goal season. And Mario Lemieux, I think, had four of those. I didn't so. say they were talented. Two, three of them back-to-back-to-back. Back to to back. The numbers. Oh, my God. You're nuts. Yes, we're talking about the numbers. The game was right. Mario Lemieux had a 70-goal 70, 70 season, an 85-goal season, a 69-goal season. I'm not saying he's not better. I'm not saying Tarasenko is better than Mario But Lemieux. nobody does that anymore either, though. But I nobody can. Understand. Nobody can. Nobody gets nobody the 70 can. goals. He's probably right. Rarely nobody do you can. see a 60-goal season. Right. Even 50-goal seasons You've lost your mind. That was, that was your stupidest statement I've ever heard. What? That statement telling me that the players these days are just as good or better than they were in the 90s. That is ridiculous. Are, if you go that layer is, by layer, I'm sure you could make it Speedy, team. Speedy, do me a favor. Pick up Team Canada of, of the Olympics. 96. Of, of, of 96. Okay, get the 96 Canadian team and get the 2016 Canadian team and compare them, okay? Let's compare them. And I will tell you this. I will tell you this. After, after we compare them, they're not even – this is just Canada. All right, so it's the, not even close. The 96 roster, mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky, obviously. Mm-hmm. Paul Coffey was an offensive defenseman. Mm-hmm. Theo Fleury, mm-hmm. Eric Lindros. I love Theo Fleury. Can mm-hmm. I Brendan that? Shanahan, Mark Messier, Joe Sackick, Scott Niedermeyer, <laughs> oh, Steve no. Eiserman, <laughs> Eric Desjardins. All right, okay, all right, okay, okay. I get it. Now let's go. Hall let's favorite, go to 2016. Let's go. 16 in the Olympics. Let, so let's I'll, go to I'll 2000. Go to, I'm going to go to 2010. Let's That's see. fine. Fine. Give us the 2010. Give us the Canada, 2010. 2010 Canada hockey roster mm-hmm. was, because they still had NHL players. Go ahead. Uh, Crosby, mm-hmm. uh, Bergeron, mm-hmm. Getzlav, mm-hmm. Danny Heatley, mm-hmm. Jerome McGinley, mm-hmm. Patrick Marlowe, Brendan Morrow, Rick mm-hmm. Nash, Wonderful. Co- Corey Perry, Great team. Mike Richards, Eric mm-hmm. Stahl, Joe Thornton, and Jonathan Mike Taves. Richards. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mike Richards. <laughs> yeah. Dan Boyle, Drew Doughty, mm-hmm. Duncan Keith, mm-hmm. Scott Niedermeyer, Chris mm-hmm. Pronger, Brent Seabrook, and Shea Weber were the defensemen. What drugs are you on, my friend? Brodor, How about this? How about this? Go to, the, go to the 96 American team. Okay. The 96 American team. A 96 team. American team and compare it to the 2010 American team. And I will tell you, it's not even close. Go ahead. Give it to me. 1996 Team USA. Let's see. 
consisted of mm. Brian Leach, who mm-hmm. we just mentioned, Darian Hatcher, mm-hmm. who's another defenseman, Kevin Hatcher, I guess that was his brother. Yes, it was. Okay. Matthew Snyder, mm-hmm. Phil Housley, and Chris Chelios were all the defensemen. Mm. And yeah. Phil Housley, Hall of Famer. Chris Chelios, Hall of Famer. Go uh, ahead. Mike Madonna was one of the forwards. Hall of Famer. Bill Guerin, a forward. Hall of Famer. Brian Slaminski. No, go ahead. John LeClaire. Smolinski. Smolinski. Brian Smolinski. Yes. John LeClaire. John LeClaire, Hall of Famer. Brett Hall, like you mentioned. Pat Hall of LaFontaine. Famer. Hall of Famer. Keith, Keith Sashaku, you actually the Hall of Famer. Doug Wade. Hall of Famer. Oh, no, no. Doug, Doug Wade is a borderline Hall of Fame. He, Doug Wade was a great hockey player. No, great know, hockey player. I've seen Doug. I he was a great hockey player. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Sean McEachern. I never heard of yes, him. Yes, go ahead. Yes. Adam Deadmarsh, mm-hmm. Scott mm-hmm. Young, mm-hmm. Brian Rolston, and Steve Kanawalchuk. And who was the goaltender? Uh, Mike Richter and Guy Hebert and Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, there was a hockey player named Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Jim Carrey, not yep. Carrey. No, Carrey. Carrey. It's I Carrey. Know. I yes. know. The New York Yankees. Let me tell you something. The hockey players in the 90s are, were so much better, it's not even a question. If you go to the Czech Republic, you have Yager, Hasek. You go up the Czech Republic team, Republic team there were Hall of Famers on that team, too. It's not even close. The, this talent in those days to now, it's not even close. So to sit here and, and actually try to compare it, it's not even close. The goaltending's pads were smaller. The crease was bigger. Your crease is bigger. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth, man. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That was your stupid <laughs> thing. As much as he said Zeke could play behind uh, the same offensive line of Barry Sanders. That was the stupidest statement I've ever heard you say. To try to compare. No. Mike tried to compare that, too. And I said, Mike, are you kidding me? I sat here. I shut Mike up. I shut him up. Not here. It was in my basement. I shut him up. And he loves hockey. I shut him up and said, don't you ever compare the 90s hockey players to these days. Not even co- don't even come close to compare them. Because it's not even mm-hmm. close. It's not even close. No, the players were definitely a lot better. Back a then. load, a lot better. It, it was light years better. Light years better. It, it's just a, a Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer. Some of the greatest hockey players we have ever seen were in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So to the, the try to compare this day, of ho- this day of hockey to them. But to go back to what we were talking about, because we have to – by the way, Tyler, every 25 minutes you've got to go to break. I mean, you're the reason we just ran. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But you, when we, we're starting to bring in advertising. You have to go to break. So you have to listen to Speedy. Speedy yeah. hasn't said a word. I know. Speedy's got to start stepping up to the plate here. By the way, we're on TuneIn Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you can call us at one 9977 and follow us on our, our website by going to WorldWideSportsRadio.com. And follow us on Periscope, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We are live. And after our shows, you can hear the replays now on TuneIn Radio. And you can go to all our podcasts. We're on iTunes. We're on every single podcast and media in the country. And? And what? Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. No, there's no end. No. (laughs) Or you can come down and sit in one of these beautiful tables at Ray's Cafe. That's right. And if you guys want to eat great food, all you got to do is come, come down to Motor Parkway, 150 Motor Parkway, Hop Hog, New, New York. Hop Check out his unbelievable wings. Guys, when he makes wings, he does it once a week. Sunday. His wings are delicious. 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 His Spanish food, even better. His panini, his panini sandwiches, his acai balls. You know, everybody says, oh, all acai balls are the same. No, they're not. Come down to Ray's. I'm telling you. Raise a seat. Yeah. 
great food, guys. I'm not lying to you. Come and try out his sandwiches, his food. His website will be up very, very soon. Great Coke. So, a cola. Coke. <laughs> Coke, Cola. You're making it seem like there's a drug place, man. What the hell I is said that? Coke. Exactly. A cola. <laughs> You're an idiot. That doesn't help. <laughs> you are a fool. You know that? Dancing fool? You are a fool. No, you're a dancing queen. That's what you are. Yeah. Anyways, to, uh, going back going back and finishing up. I mean, don't you think we should just go to break and restart the segment? Because the beef, hashtag man, the beef ruined the segment. No, he actually helped the segment out because he uh, actually, came, he, he actually he came, came out. He came out with some information that kind of drawn you into hockey, which made you look stupid. Uh, no, he didn't bring up a hockey at all. You did, which right. drew. He did nothing. Well, you drew it. You know, you drew it into the hockey conversation. You were trying to compare Henrik Lundqvist to some of the goaltenders in the 90s. No, I didn't. I yeah. compared him to Mike Richter. Yeah. He's you compared him to the Mike Richter. Richter's better well, than Henrik Lundqvist. Mike Richter's better goaltender he, he, he was better goaltender than Henrik Lundqvist. Oh. Absolutely was. In Mike Richter's great, greatest times, from 93, actually 94, all the way to 99, Henrik Lundqvist won't ever sniff a five-year type of, ta- you know, seasons like he had those five years. He was the only goalie to have 14 straight 20 games. 20, Henrik Lundqvist? 21 seasons. That's, yeah. that's great. Henrik Lundqvist. But the game was completely changed. If you look, no, if you watch was, the game. But, I mean, to Tyler's fairness, I mean, Lundqvist didn't, didn't have any defense of players behind not him. All, not at all. So, okay, okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Besides Brian Leach, who did the Rangers have when, when Mike Richter played? Boom. Bukaboom was a terrible defenseman. He was a hitter. Mm. All he did was hit. That's his job. That, that's, he wasn't a great defenseman. Go ahead. Give me another one. Give me He's another better one. better than the Rangers top Who? line. Sergei Zuboff? Give me a break. Who else? Give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another defenseman. I was a year and a half. I'm just telling you, their defense was not yeah, that but okay. great. So, but they weren't who, that great. Who, who the Rangers had that even came close to Brian Leach? Nobody. What are you and talking NCAA about? Was a great two-way what player. are you talking about? They didn't have him. They were, they were, the, the, first of all, you keep well, saying McDonough, that, McDonough, no, McDonough was, McDonough in the, the time that McDonough was dominant, he played very, very well for the three or four years that he was, a, Girardi I'm not saying Girardi, I'm not saying Girardi. the worst second pairing on a first line I've ever seen. Henrik Lundqvist yep. has had good defensemen in front of him. He has. They were, when, I don't think so. yes, he has. Are any of them going to the Hall of Fame? Well, we no. don't know. No, we don't know so. yet. We don't know yet. You know. I don't think McDonough so. might go to the Hall of Fame. No. What do you mean, no? If he has no, longevity, it's so. possible, yes, but it's going to be very it's hard. It's a long shot. That's a lo- uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's a long shot. shot. He's one of the best defensemen in the league right now. No, he's not. Yes, yeah, he is. I don't, I don't he had he two bad years in a row, though. No, so. That's fine. And he's one of the top, I would say he's one of the top ten defensemen in the league. No, he's not. Oh, yeah? Who's better than him? Uh, he's not even the best defenseman in his own team. Really? Yeah, Victor Hedman's Hedman, the best defenseman. Hedman. Yes. Hedman's he in, might not even be second. Oh, who's better than him? Hedman. Sergeichev? No. No, not it, Hedman. Ah. It goes Hedman and then McDonough. It Serge, goes Hedman Serge and then McDonough. isn't as good defensively as McDonough. McDonough is the second then best defenseman Dowdy. on the team. Yeah. Then you got uh, the two guys from San Jose. That's four. I like Rostolian a lot. That's five. You like him, so he's better? Rostolian He's is, not definitively better. I think he can be, definitely. Alex Petrangelo, I would Peter say. Peter Angelo. Yeah. Oliver Ekman Larson's definitely yeah. better. Okay. Uh, Ekblad is definitely better. Sure. Let's try this. That's eight. 
All right. Uh, let's see here. I know I'm forgetting. Seth Jones. Seth Jones. Yeah. Zach Wernicke. I don't think Seth Jones is better. Zach yes. Wernicke. I do not. Why? Because he had two good seasons. Ryan Wernicke's McDonough's better. been good for five years. Yeah, I don't want to hear this. Zach uh, Wernicke's better. Who? Zach Wernicke. Mm, no. No? No. I think Ryan McDonough is one of the top ten defensemen in the league. He is. He still is. He John, still is. John Carlson might be better. John Carlson's better. You said, didn't you say John Carlson? No. Eric Carlson. I was, we said Eric. Yeah, we said Eric Carlson. I, I would say he's 10 or 11. I, Ryan McDonough is, is one of the top defensemen. Doug in the Hamilton, league. I think, is better. No, he's not. No, mm. he's not. It's mm, close. I, I, I know I'll I'm d- forgetting a bunch. Well, listen, it, it is what it is. I, Charlie I, McAvoy. Who? Not Charlie right McAvoy. No. Not yet. Not, not, not right yet. now. He couldn't be. But I know Charlie personally, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yes, I do. And he's not here because? What do you mean he's not here? He's, he's training, man. Mm. He's training. He's actually dating. He's actually dating uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins coach, his daughter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. interesting. That's a problem. Yeah. He that's is. That's a big problem. Well, Tang's better. He's a nice no, kid, by the way. Not. Yes, he is. Latang is not better than he is. Latang had too many Letang. injuries. Still, Latang's better. Ryan McDonough is still one of the top ten defensemen in the league, bro. You, you could say whatever you want he is. And just because he's not a Ranger. And I, I've always liked Ryan McDonough, even when he was I a like Ranger. I like McDonough. McDonough's great. I still like McDonough. McDonough is great. He's a great defenseman. He really is. Mm. And I, I think the Rangers, to this day, still regrets getting rid of him. Sure, but they got back absolutely nothing for him. You're right. And that's why they even regret him even more. So sure. losing him. So, he, Ryan well, that McDonough. got you Panarin. That Panini. didn't get you Panarin. What got you Panarin is Panarin wanted to play with the Rangers. And I told you that, and you told me I was not. I, I did. And you want to know something? I was very surprised. I was, I was actually very surprised because I told you Panarin was, going was w- w- reading. Yeah, but you shot all your credibility your re- in the ass. Your, <laughs> reading, reading what I was reading, I, I was for sure thinking he was going to the Islanders. I really did. But, you know, it's, you know he wanted to play Magic Square Dance. I understand that. I understand that. That's, that's what he wanted. Why so the I, Islanders will move on, and uh, they'll find somebody fact, else. I'm forgetting about five defensemen. I'm sorry? You said Peter Angelo Speedy? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nashville. Uh, Subban. Subban's better. You could argue Roman Yossi, too. Roman Yossi, yeah. yes. Gosphere. Yeah, argue. but you're, no, argu- you're arguing. You're arguing. It doesn't mean that they're Gosh better. Gosphere's not good enough defensively. Shea that. Weber, when he stays healthy, is better. No, he's not. Wait, yeah, the key is when he stays healthy, though. He's not better than Ryan McDonough. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ryan McDonough was an all-star last Morgan year. Riley's he had a bad season. He still was an all-star. Morgan Riley's better. You, 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 your problem with you as a Ranger Zendo fan Chara is, is I don't think – who? Zendo Chara is better. Zdeno Chara? Yes. He is not better than Ryan McDonough. You're nuts. You're nuts. Zdeno <laughs> Chara is not better than Ryan McDonough. Zidane Chara can't even skate anymore. What are you talking about? He, took, he helped his team go to a Stanley Cup. Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't. He uh, didn't? No, he didn't. He that was, was the top team, line. No. All that all. team defense was awesome. That Boston, Boston oh, Bruins team Dustin defense. Dustin Bufflin, sorry. That yeah. is definitive. That's definitive, yeah. Sorry. Completely forgot are you, about him. Are you done? Time. Are you done? No, I, I have I, I bet you, you th- I bet you, you think that this him. defensive core that you're talking about was better than the 90s defensive core, right? For I'm, I'm talking. You think the defensemen now are better than the 90s defensemen? I'm not doing this again. Because uh, you're going to lose. Because <laughs> you're going to lose. I learned my lesson. Because you're going to lose. I learned my lesson. I'm just, I'm just telling you. That's fine. Yeah. You can try to 
intimidate me all you want. It's not going to How about this? The 90s. You should laugh. How about about this? The 90s goaltending. Oh, no. The fact that your starting goalie should be not in the league right now should be all I need to know about that. Who's that? Uh, Varlamov. He shouldn't even be in the league. That's how bad. Who? The Islanders? Yes. First of all, he had he, he, last year, the last two years he's ha- he hasn't had very Duncan good seasons. Keith. The Islanders have the best goaltending coach in the hockey. Sure, in hockey, and we saw what they did with with uh, Robin Lerner. So to to say that this and this guy was a top goaltender in the league at one point of his career, and he's still young. He's twenty nine years old. He was an all star for Mark two years. Giordano. All right. Can we can we get off the top? Can we get off the top? I think Travis Hamnick could be better. No, I wouldn't go that far. I'll agree with you on Giordano. You're you're on drugs. You're on drugs. Go smoke something. No, I think you already did. Brandon McNabb? No. Mm, No. No, it's not. Yes. I I can't believe you're putting down Ryan McDonough this bad. Yes, you are. Ryan McDonough is much better than him. Man, we've definitely said that. I think yeah, we have, but still, like you're you're you're, iffy. you're reaching you're, now. you're reaching on all of them, not all of them, but yes, Braden McNabby's reaching on seven or eight of them. I would say that they're better. After that, I, I think you're reaching on all of them. I think Ryan McDonough is still a top defenseman. And you also have to realize he was on the best team in hockey last year, and you have to also That's realize he was on one of the worst defensive teams in hockey the year before, two years before that, and he still was a top defenseman. So he, I he was. Slowing down. No, he's not slowing down. How is he slowing? With the Rangers, he couldn't make up. He's for thirty all years old. That. What is he slowing down? Truba's better. Oh God, you're, you're any, why? Because he plays for the Rangers? No, because Truba is Truba is not in- better than Ryan McDonough. You're nuts. He's not. Mm. He's not. He's okay. not Not even close. Oh my God, man, I, that was stupid. That was stupid. That was stupid. Go to break. He needs to go get his brain checked. Truba. Trooper's better than Ryan McDonough. What, hashtag Trooper. Yeah, hashtag my foot in your ass, you idiot. <laughs> you are dumb, man. Uh, how could you say Trooper's better than fucking Ryan McDonough? I, 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 can't, I, can't listen, I can't listen to this crap no more. It's it's just out terrible. of your mind, man. Hashtag E.E. Errol. Why don't we go to break? You're making me sick to my go, stomach. Go to break. Hashtag Mike, thanks, Errol. man. One eight seven seven nine zero nine ninety nine seventy seven. This is the home stretch. We'll be back after this. Wide Sports Radio Network. Be fearless at MMA Long Island and Seituha Karate. Located at 28 Cold Court in Ronkonkoma, MMA Long Island is the martial arts school for you if you want to learn combat-proven techniques, build confidence, discipline, and self-esteem while learning real martial arts to fight back against bullies, predators, and peer pressure. MMA Long Island offers group and private lessons for all ages and levels in traditional goju-ru karate, MMA, and self-defense. MMA Long Island is one of Long Island's most affordable martial arts schools. There are no promotion, belt, or membership fees, and family discounts are available. All classes are taught by 7th degree black belt Sensei John Benedict with over 30 years teaching experience. So whether you want to get in the ring or protect yourself and your family, MMA Long Island can help you reach your goals. Visit MMALongIsland.com. That's MMALongIsland.com or call or text 516-381-9660. That's 516-381-9660. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. 
I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. As a volunteer, you deliver a hot, nutritious meal and a friendly hello to someone just like your mother, grandfather, or next door neighbor. These seniors are inspiring people with incredible stories to share, and they love to see you. The smiles you get back are priceless. Delivering with Meals on Wheels is easy, and you don't have to drive like me for it to be quick. You can volunteer your lunch break once a week or just once a month. With one in six seniors facing hunger and many more living in isolation, your lunch break can make a real difference. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouth full, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds. 
and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. Or if that resume was from someone who worked 12-hour shifts at the recycling company with my dad, who's 72. That taught me a work ethic that I carry with me every day. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone. Growing up where I did, a lot of things could have gotten in the way of my goals. But I learned to push through, and that's what I bring to work every day. So maybe it's time we look beyond the resume and look to grads of life. Discover new ways to develop great talent that are so much more than what's on paper at gradsoflife.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And, and, and manage the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello, welcome back to the home stretch. Uh, as our good friend Errol Marks is going to uh, cool off, he's going to go take an ice cold bath and uh, cry about the New York Jets failures some more. Right, buddy? I'm not crying about anything. He's not that's crying a, about anything. That's a good argument that the Jets, that, 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 that was the first trade that the Patriots made. Would you like to announce that to people since they can hear you talking? That's a interesting thing. It might bite the Patriots in the end of luck. Why do you say you know what as if the sentence is somehow cleaner that way? In your ass. <laughs> I don't understand. You know, that's a great thing. You're a you know what. Like, all right, well, then you might as well just call me the name. You are such a pain in the ass. You really are. See, there you go. Not a pain in the you know what, a pain in the ass. You should see his face. He's so happy. Smile. It'll make your life so much easier if you just smile. Just smile, buddy. He has Life. arrived. Who's arrived? You've think, arrived? No. Dominic Calderola's here? No. Ah, oh, damn. That's such a good joke. I hope Dom heard that. Oh, my God. Who arrived? We have been wait- he's been waiting to call for a while. Oh, who's this? Hello. Homestretch. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, the Carragher's here. After waiting, riveting 25 minutes of that hockey debate, which was, might I add, again, riveting. Thank you. Um, I think. Something happened that I don't know if y'all touched on. Antonio Brown? was accused of rape. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're trying to get to that, but no one's letting me get through my soliloquy as planned. <laughs> but before you get to that. Big word there. Thank James you. Paxton is looking like Wait, a planned or soliloquy? Right now, and you're soliloquy. <laughs> Aren't you leaving? What did you just say, Carragher? Errol, I'm having five different conversations here. Say it again, please. Okay. So, one, Antonio Brown was accused of rape, which is... Yeah, if you read the article, it doesn't look good, but I'll combat that in a second. Yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't look too good for Antonio Brown. I guess the football gods are a thing because they don't want the Patriots to get everybody. Oh, he's already there. That's definitely, you know, but we we have to take a back burner to the riveting... 1990s hockey conversation, but let's, I'll put that to the back burner. But, um, yeah, uh, James Paxton is looking like the ace of the staff right now, and that's not pretty good. clueless there, Tyler. But anyway, going back to Antonio um, Brown. Excuse me. First of all, hold on. Whoa, hold, stop. Hold, hold, okay. wait, hold on. Stop. Eh, eh, scratch that. 
the ace of the staff is and going forward will be, no matter how bad they pitch, Masahiro Tanaka. Sorry to tell you that. I understand. I, I'm, say, I'm just stating the fact that right now, the way James Paxton has been pitching in the last month and a half. But do you, hear your, do you hear your disclaimer? The last month and a half. That's freaking eight, no, fine. Okay, I believe it's three something ERA, and he's been pitching very, very. What's well his ERA now? Three nine six. And what? if That's everyone six, can remember this properly, I didn't have a problem with getting James Paxton. All I wanted to know was why it wasn't Mad Bum instead. Mad Bum's had a better year. He's pitched more innings. He's got more strikeouts. And quite frankly, in more innings, he's given up b- about because the same amount of runs. That's not necessarily yeah, true. Right, but it's also they also got a discount for Paxton. So he, so if they even if they give up a little more, they could have gotten Bumgarner based yeah, on that like parallel market kind of him. thing. But regardless, that's either here nor there. Let's talk about the main thing right now in sports, which is Antonio Brown and how he was accused of rape. In sure, but before, whoa, 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 don't give away the good stuff. Just let me talk for like two minutes before you open your mouth, please. I let you talk for 25 and I learned nothing about hockey. That's fine. Do you even know what hockey involves? It's a black puck with ice? No, I do know what hockey involves, but I also know it's October and it's Right in the start of football season. It's actually September, not October, so you can get in your time machine and give me your DeLorean because I would love to go to October, first of all. all right, Second well, of all. Maybe in October hockey would be a little bit more relevant, but here we are right now, September 10th, and we're talking no, about No, September, not October. December. But regardless, talk about Antonio Brown. That's all I wanted. I wanted to talk in. I wanted to call in and break that news for you guys. You didn't. I, I did. heard it. I would have if I would have got to be able to call in when I tried. No, you wouldn't have. I literally broke it when it said now. And New York Times broke it, so let's not try to get sued. But anyway, so thank you, Anthony Carragher, for re-breaking broken news. Antonio well, Brown. I'll make, sure, I'll make sure I go back about 25 minutes to listen to that riveting conversation. Oh, thank you. That, that was absolutely phenomenal work. Uh, as snug Phenom- as a cat, you're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. Phenomenal work, my dad. Thank you. So uh, thank you again, snug as a cat. So here's the thing. Antonio Brown going to New England was I'll even give I'll even give all the conspiracy was it planned? You're damn right it was planned. No, it was not. Oh my god, it absolutely was. I'll even say the New England it's Patriots forced I don't, the f- release. I don't know if it was planned just because you never know what the Patriots are thinking at any time though. <laughs> so. Uh Bill Belichick's five steps ahead of everybody. I'm not gonna put it back exactly, to Exactly, but he could be five steps ahead of everybody in like a super like this like unconventional way too. Like, it's not LeBron ever, ever, James calling up the Sun saying release Tyson Chandler now. No, no, no. no, no. no. What I'm saying is like Bill Belichick is five steps ahead of everyone in like knowing how to bring in players and knowing when play when to Did let you go hear of players. The story? I don't think you guys heard the story. No, what I'm saying I'm not saying that Bill Belichick wasn't thinking that, but I'm not just saying it wasn't guaranteed right away just based on a no, lot of it was pretty guaranteed. a lot of other factors. If you, you heard Tom Brady, you even response. said the other factors with Demarius Thomas. They only kept him because of Nikhil Harry. They only they only dropped him now because of Antonio Brown. Like, who says they didn't even pursue Antonio Brown because of Nikhil Harry either? Like, you don't know that. Uh, New England, he got cut after Nikhil, Harry, Nik- Nikhil Harry's injury. So yeah, you can say that. 
No, I one. know that, but who says if Nikhil Harry was healthy? But he wasn't. He, okay, but you don't know. But you don't if know the, the all the factors. Ball, she'd be king. You don't know all the factors that were involved. So you, I, I, to say it was planned is a little bit far. So no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that New England knew Antonio Brown had asked for his release. It was a very public thing. New England probably said, "Do you think they'll release you?" And Antonio Brown probably said, well, I'm not reporting there, period. So I will let you know when I'm freaking signed. Planned that way. I'm not saying New England called Oakland and said cut him, blah, 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 blah. Oakland, I said this probably last week. They needed to cut Antonio Brown. They would have went 0-1 if Antonio Brown was on the roster for Monday Night Football. But here's where I'm going with this. I'll say it was planned that the Patriots had an in. The the league knew. Would hard knocks have been any entertaining to watch if Antonio Brown was on the Oakland Raiders? No. Would HBO have had any reason to go forward next year at the NFL if Antonio Brown and the Oakland Raiders thing dragged out the ratings? No. And did Antonio Brown have any kind of inkling of wanting to be there. No. The approved tapes of John Gruden saying, do you want to be a Raider? Yeah, I worked my ass off to be a Raider my whole life. Blah, 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 blah. Sounded scripted. Very premeditated. Yeah, but the, why did he choose there initially and not He go didn't to, choose there initially. No, I mean, not even that. I'm talking about, remember, he spurned a trade from the Bills initially. Yes. Then the Bills would have given the Steelers more than what the Raiders did. Sure, because so, he wants to go play in the cold weather. Right, but if he knew he was getting into that kind of culture, John Gruden, old school kind of guy, the Raiders kind of old school kind of organization, tough nose organization, like he has to know that, right? He has to know that what he's getting into beforehand, if he's going to have this much control in terms of where he wants to go. That's why that's another reason I don't think it was planned either. Just because I think you're insane. Pittsburgh told him you're going to go to Pittsburgh and Tony said, you can do that. I'm not going there. That's that's fine. Obviously, the market will shrink. I'm not denying that. But still, if... What does the word planned mean to you? Planned... I, I really don't think there's any doubt that this was kind of known. Planned is something like, all right, these two players were discussing everything over dinner and manipulated it in the off season. This was premeditated. How does that sound? All right, was Antonio Brown going to Julian Edelman and chatting with him all offseason about no. wanting to play with the Patriots? No, no that's no, not that's, what I said. That's, that's something I consider planned. Okay. Something that could be. So this be was a premeditated accu- Something that could be accused of tampering, like, kind of thing. No, like, that's, something. That's not what I meant. Okay. I just this, meant. This, that's what I consider this, planned. This is not planned for the sole reason I think no- of one, Bill Belichick operates under his own merits. Number two. More than his own merits. Right. But, okay, fine. But they operate over a system that nobody's been able to solve. They don't do conventional things. Mm, No. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They don't do conventional things. Right. They made guys like Chris Hogan work. Like, come on. Right. So, one, because you have that factor. Two, we don't know what, why Antonio Brown wanted out. Obviously, we know a little bit more. Oh, stop. But... We also you wanted don't... out a Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. No, I'm talking about the Raiders, not the oh. Steelers. We're, we're, they we're, were, we're way past the money. Steelers. They wanted his money back. Right, okay. So we later know that. But 
if it's a money issue, and that's exactly what was being reported, wouldn't you think Antonio Brown would want a multi-year deal? No. If it was a money issue? Yeah, but yeah, if it was a money and issue, though, wouldn't you think you wanted— if you know what you're talking about, you would know that there's right, a second if year you're, involved in If New you're England. saying that Antonio Brown wanted out of Oakland because they didn't want to pay him the five-year and whatever guaranteed money that they got, wouldn't he want to try to get that money, that guaranteed money, and that length somewhere else? That's why— No, That's the other reason not, I don't think it was no playing, because there's no way— I'm going to hang up. I'm huh? going to say this, I'm going to hang up and let you guys debate. It's not planned— he went to Oakland. He got traded to Oakland. I don't think he wanted out of Oakland. I think he was just dumb. Bill Belichick saw him doing dumb things and said, the second they cut him, we're going to sign him. Look at Josh Gordon. Look at just what the Patriots do. Bill Belichick has a way to sit down with players and teach them the Patriot way. That's just what it is. When the second he got released, everyone and their brothers turned around and said, he's going to be a Patriot. Now, four hours later, he was a Patriot. So it's not that it wasn't planned. It wasn't a money issue. If it was a money issue, he would have signed for a multi-year contract. Right, and the Patriots wouldn't have given him a multi-year contract. They did give him a multi-year contract. They gave him a one-year deal with a a a team option. Right. Who in the hell is not going to pick up Antonio Brown's option? A lot of – if he's an idiot and he's accused of rape, a lot of teams. You're nuts. You're insane. Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt – are employed fully by the NFL. Greg Hardy had multiple stints in the NFL. You are insane. Yeah, he's right about that. But here's he the will o- have a job tomorrow. But, he- the but here's the other thing, too. There's no guarantee that they Not would pick up the option either. Rate, That's a little different. Huh? Really? I could have sworn that Ezekiel Elliott, when he got drafted, was accused of the same thing. He was. Yeah, yeah but there was also players who... I forgot the name, but Speedy knows the guy who was literally investigated for murder. Yeah, that's Lyle Collins. Right. Yeah. So at the at the scene Aaron Hernandez, time, if there's an ongoing rape case not about him happen. and he's been Again. being an idiot in, in in Oakland, it's a team option. Oh my God, I'm so I'm dying to talk about this. Well, again. You're right, it's a team option, and you're right where they might take it. I just, again, you don't know. You always said, you said it just 20 minutes ago. Bill Belichick is five steps ahead of everybody. Who says they don't know, he doesn't see what Antonio Brown's antics are turning into and, say, and Bill Be- maybe scouting their on. replacement already. Hold, hold right, on. I'll talk to you guys later. See you later, Anthony Carragher. You might want to listen to this too. So, here we go. I, I've had enough of this. Antonio Brown going to New England. If you know the story, first of all, nothing happens in New England without Bill Belichick signing it. That's nothing. Fine. Okay. First of all, and second of all, it's funny how everyone forgets how negotiations work. Bill Belichick didn't go, he's a patriot, and the league go, right, anyone object? No? All right. Signed. Antonio Brown answered the call from the Patriots. Do you think in your right mind that Bill Belichick didn't give him the same chat he gave Chad Ochocinco and Randy Moss? You're nuts if you think that. That's fine. You're absolutely out of the world. That's Don't fine, even but that doesn't think make you're it in planned. the sphere. What is? How That's does that make not, it planned? What I'm saying is Robert Kraft, because Robert Kraft runs with different merits than everybody else. So Robert Kraft probably... Bill Belichick called Robert Kraft said, yeah, I'm about on the verge of signing Antonio Brown. I just need, you know, you and Tom Brady to sign off on it. 
Don't kid yourself about Tom Brady knowing this. Robert Kraft probably said, hold on, because Robert Kraft will co-sign anything Tom Brady signs. Okay? That's just how the Patriots are working. Belichick, Brady, Kraft signs. That's it. Brady said, I'm 100% in. 100%. Don't even, 100% in. Then Robert Kraft called him back saying, yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. Tom Brady said he can live in my house. Oh, my God. For God's sakes, how is it not going to work? I didn't say that. I no, said it wasn't you just planned. Said... All I said was it wasn't planned. Here's why I'm saying it's planned, ladies and gentlemen. If, the Bill, if Bill Belichick is five steps ahead of everybody else, Bill Belichick had a plan to go sign Antonio Brown while he was probably still employed with the Oakland Raiders. Hashtag plan. While he was employed with the Raiders on a five-year deal? And, Speedy, you heard it yourself. Just put pieces together here. Axed out of Pittsburgh, New England tried to call mercifully. Pittsburgh said, nah, we're not answering the phone for you. You can go scratch. Okay. He gets traded to Oakland. All right. Okay. He gets his mega extension. He gets $30 million guaranteed. Okay. Again, re-breaking or re-saying the market for a wide receiver that Julio Jones just smothered, by the way. And then he gets to camp. The helmet thing. Ah, not a big deal. And then something probably happened between him and Mike Mayock because he threatened to punch Mike Mayock in the face. This is where things go from okay to, nah, you're done here. But how can you expect that to happen, though? Speedy, if anyone punched a GM, they're fired. That's On the spot. I agree with that. How could they have known it was coming? (laughs) It was national news. No. It was the top story You're talking about, yes, suddenly, not pre-existent. Just because you planned something today. Antonio Brown didn't get traded to the Raiders and have issues with Mike Mayock in March. Okay. So this is is where his disconnect comes. It was planned the minute Antonio Brown went on Instagram so everybody could see it and said, I'm getting a release. Yes, suddenly. That's when Bill Belichick. Suddenly. Not a So that's a plan, Putsy. That's not a plan. That's a complaint. He's complaining about the fines. He was complaining that they took all his guaranteed money away. Okay. Yes. First of all. Second of so all. So that was a plan Patri- to expose, either expose the Raiders or attack Mike Mayock. It was not a plan to automatically say, get me on the Patriots or I'm retiring. It seems kind of forced, doesn't it? No. Mm, no. He threatened to retire about the helmet thing. Okay. That so had that's nothing, like And that had strikes. nothing to do with the Raiders. He said, if the league doesn't give me the grievance, which he knew he wasn't going to win, I'm yes, going to retire. and the league has nothing to do with the Raiders. The Raiders did not tell him to wear this helmet or else. The league did. Speedy? They're two different issues. Speedy, you're, not, you're not using common sense. How can you say that they, all these issues coexist to the same results? They don't. Everything points to him trying to get to free agency. Everything points to him. Right, but... I'm f- going to retire. Free agency is Release different. me. I'm going to punch my GM. I hate my coach. That's, those are all things that he's let on. All right, so that's fine. That's so all he, strikes. Okay, so he, 
he who chose among the markets that the Steelers were going to oh, choose okay. shit. All right. Among the markets that the Steelers were going to trade him to, whatever, however many that were, he chose the Raiders. Like he could have, again, he, we know he spurned Buffalo, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there were other teams in the mix too. So he Never chose the Raiders, probably. and again, he has to know what he's getting into. Like he was annoyed with the, with the Steelers. We knew that. He was annoyed at Big Ben. He was annoyed, annoyed at the front office, whatever. The Raiders operate in a very old school style too, and he has to know that. That's fine. Whether it's good or not, it's old school, and it's tough. The Raiders. Is it tough? Yes, it is. The Raiders are very tough. Yeah, mm. yeah, they are. But okay. they're, they used to be. They're an know, old. They they're now. an old school organization. So is Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah, so is Pittsburgh. So, like. You had to know at that point what you're getting into if you're doing that. So at that point, when the Raiders got him and they only had to deal a three and a five, you're like, all right, it's a bargain for the Raiders. Like, they're getting something good. And Antonio Brown, a lot of people were thinking, all right, he's just fed up with Pittsburgh. Right. Now, obviously, now, the relationship with Mayock and Gruden and those guys are are going downhill and – he had issues in training camp, not related to the helmet, because I think they're two separate issues again. And now, suddenly, within the last week, Speedy, he is annoyed at that. Plans can come out of nowhere. You exactly, that, right? that's my point. Plans are, can come out of nowhere. Yes, but this one was oh, sudden. It wasn't quote unquote planned from the beginning, like everyone wants it to believe. I'm trying to bring up the post. Antonio Brown did not hate the first three months or so with the Raiders. He was fine going. He didn't there. have to report. Yeah, but he still has to train. He still has to talk to people. It's not like he has to. It's not like he's Zeke and isolated himself from the organization for three months. He did later with the helmet grievance. He did later because of the foot problems, and those are separate issues that had nothing to do with Mike. Whatever him and Mike Mayock were arguing about. He, he just fined him because he didn't show up. And then later on, if he was taking all the guaranteed money, okay, I can understand why a player would want to complain about that. That's fine. That At that point, when he sent the letter out, he's just trying to either expose the Raiders and maybe get them fined, get them sued or something like that, maybe get Mike Mayock out of his job, whatever. That was a, an attack on the Raiders that had nothing to do with any free agency decision. Nothing to do with all right, I'm automatically going to go to the Patriots because we didn't know why that what was the issue and why they were arguing. Now, again, the money thing could probably be an issue. And at that point, are you automatically saying Patriots? Because the Patriots weren't going to give him a five-year whatever million-dollar deal. So he's thinking, all right, which team is going to pay him the same contract I got from the Raiders? So that certainly wasn't planned. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry because this whole time, Almost put me to sleep. Here's the thing, right? So I'm going to read two Instagram posts that Antonio Brown himself wrote, right? So obviously there's the one with him and John Gruden. The narrative goes like this. With all these false narratives antagonizing me, it's time for me to control my own narrative, show the world I'm not the bad guy, show the world you can free yourself from the lies and become your own person. He sounds very happy. I am not just A.B., the football player. I am Antonio Brown, the person who paved the way for himself to be in charge of his own life. Watch for yourself. Link in bio. Free me. Blah, blah, blah. That sounds like somebody that is completely happy in Oakland. 
So we're going to go back. Here's the post he wrote. But here's the photo. You are going to piss a lot of people off when you are starting to do what's best for you. Hmm. What could possibly be best for him? I don't know. Maybe going to the best running organization in any sport we've ever seen. All right. And that's fine. So he's basically running off with the tweet. I have worked my whole life to prove that the system is blind to see talent like mine's. He adds the S. I don't know why. Now that everyone sees it, they want me to conform to that system that has failed me all those years. Hatch, and this is in quotes, I'm not mad at anyone. I'm not mad at anyone. So he's not leaving Oakland because he hates Oakland. Okay? Something obviously went down between him and Mike Mayock. Right. That's fine. I'm just asking for the freedom to prove them all wrong. Release me at Raiders. Hashtag no more. Hashtag they put blinders on a horse for a reason. Hashtag no more fake. Okay, but okay. where in that statement does it say, get me to New England? Speedy. He had a plan to get out of Oakland. Yes, to get out of Oakland is one thing. Right. To get to another place that is no guarantee to sign you is another. You don't think that once New England saw that post, they didn't call him? I'm sure the, all 30 other teams did too, besides the Raiders and Steelers. If every team in the league calls a star player like that, and if you listen to Drew Rosenhaus, he had one goal in mind. If you're going to win and every team is going to give you a contract to play, where, oh, where is probably That's your top destination. Fine. We know that. However, where in, all, where in all that off-season drama did Antonio Brown say, I, I want to go to this team to win a Super Bowl? He never said that at all. He never said, I want to go to a, build a super team somewhere. Did he ever say that? No. He just you're, wanted out of the Steelers, then he, wanted right out, then he wanted out of the Raiders. This is one of the most simplest he things wants I money. think we've ever disagreed he doesn't want money, Speedy. He then signed why was for he, $9 million. Then why was he complaining to the Raiders about money? Because they took away guaranteed money. That's going to piss somebody off. So you wouldn't have thought then, after the Raiders got rid of him and all this was happening, that he was go seek a big contract somewhere. No, because there was probably not going to be a market for somebody that has caused more drama in a month and a half than played snaps. Oh, by the way, his feet. Has anyone even heard about update about his feet? No. You're stretching. You're, you're stretching too much now. It's a very simple concept. He wanted out of Oakland. He planned to get out of Oakland. The Patriots had a plan to get him once they knew that he had a plan to get out of Oakland. A plan to plan. But how, do the, how does Antonio Brown know that? Because they're the Patriots. You, it doesn't matter doesn't what guarantee. you think they know. They knew. Okay, we're... So, automatically, every free agent, every holdout, every whatever, the Patriots are automatically involved because of the Patriots. No, but a team like them, if they really, 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 really want to get somebody, they're going to get them. They really, 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 really want an Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. Then he got traded to the Browns. Then Antonio Brown says, I won out. Okay? Mind you... Mind you, Odell got traded first. And then the Patriots said, Ah, oh, man, we really, really, really want him. Oh, man, we could really, really screw him. Okay, great. 
Just think of all the guys they've taken from the Jets just to screw with the Jets. You don't think screwing with the Pittsburgh Steelers would be on Bill Belichick's to-do list? I mean, for God's sakes, he took James Harrison out of the thin blue and made him look like he was going to go back to the Pro Bowl. Okay? Right, but that was – there's a difference between taking a chance on a previously good or, in James Harrison case, great linebacker. Antonio Brown has never been a bad wide receiver. No, I know that. I'm, the Patriots have always been known for rebirthing or making guys fit that didn't fit anywhere else. Antonio Brown fits everywhere. Exactly. So why would you automatically link that to New, to New England all of a sudden? Because New England wanted a big play wide receiver for Tom Brady. But they never said that. They showed you all offseason long they wanted that. They were in on Odell. They were in on Antonio Brown the first time. You're you're missing the most obvious signs. All right, but think about the Patriots' history, though, and how they operate. Randy Moss! Randy Moss, okay, was one exception. Congratulations. And so what? Antonio Brown's another. So the way they operate? Yeah. So I, I can't guarantee that that was planned as a result. The second he got released, Anthony Carragher said everyone and their mother knew he was going to New England. Okay, that's fine. That doesn't so then, mean it was what? planned. Everyone can anticipate all they want. Everyone thought that, everyone thought that, again, Kevin Durant was going to not, was going to go to the Knicks. He didn't go to the Knicks. I didn't think he was going to go to the Knicks. Okay, but, all right, would you say 80% of the planet thought he was going to the Knicks? I'd say 80% of New York markets thought he was going to go okay, to the Knicks. So, all right, so how is that different than 80% of people think Antonio Brown was going to the Patriots? So rumors can happen and be wrong. You're 100% right. You wanted to come here today, right? Yes. You planned on coming here, right? Yes. You made that plan to come here around, what, 5.30, 6 o'clock? I made the plan to come here when I committed to this station, yes. No, I meant here today. Today. You planned on coming here today, right? At what time did you plan on coming here? Well, I left because I was practicing yes. for, for yes. driving. You were practicing I, I, I driving left outside. probably a little after 5.30. Okay. So that was about four hours ago? Sure. The same time gap that Antonio Brown planned to sign with the Patriots? Okay. All right. What's so the difference? The difference is there's less people involved here. All I need. You're, you're, really, you're really, like, just not – you're on the green, no. and you're not just no, no, putting no. the ball. I in the get hole. your analogy, but it's not like Antonio Brown got released from the Raiders, walked in the P- Patriots practice facility, and started working out with them. That would be the equivalent of what you said here. Oh my God, the Mets got to save. Hey, <laughs> against a good team, mm-hmm. and a game they probably should have lost. But anyway, what I'm saying to you is that and th- this was planned. I don't care how soon it was planned. I don't care how long it was planned. A plan's a plan. And the Detroit Tigers beat the New York Yankees. <laughs> 12 to 11. Don't worry about it. The Houston Astros would never put up 12 runs. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. Don't even stress. The Oakland Athletics would never put up 12 runs. Or the Twins. I think they did tonight. <laughs> no, they did. They're, they're, I think they have 14 right now. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Stop being fans. There's a problem here. Dylan Batances does not change that. And I'm sorry. Luis Severino, it's too late for him to come back. 
let him not pitch this year. Just let Houston go to the World Series. It's okay. It's fine, actually, because quite frankly, you probably don't deserve to go. Oh, by the way, Tampa Bay could probably put up 12 runs on that bullpen, too. That's just me. Yeah, what do I, I know? have 19 runs right now. Yeah? In the fifth inning. Yeah, well, they're, they're reminding the Astros, like, you can't just walk over us like that. But, um, yeah, that, that was, oh, and the Twins put up five runs on the Nationals. Better pitching team. But, um, yeah, that is, um, that's not good. That's a bad loss. I know that sounds stupid to say, but that is a really bad loss. Oh, by the way, did you see Tyler Austin's game-winning home run a few nights ago? Yeah, good job. He's with the Giants still? Or? No, he's with the Brewers now. Oh, he's with the Brewers. Okay, mm. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's, he's uh, having quite a season. I didn't factor him into the, uh, the new offensive players they were getting. No, me either. But that's okay because the Yankees didn't consider him at all, so good for him. No, the Yankees have a deeper roster than I don't think a lot of people would have imagined. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just dying to see. Oh, yeah, it was a walk-off. Let's just see. Let's just see who gave it up, shall we? Chance Adams, pitcher in the ninth inning of a very important game. Actually, it's not really important at all. But, again, Chance Adams is the closer. Chance Adams is who you want getting the final outs. Okay, good for you. That's why Aaron Boone's a jackass. Brought to you by Ray's Cafe. <laughs> and, and that is his daily shot at Aaron Boone. Why would you do that? First of all, Haralds Chapman has got to pitch at some point this week. All right, all right. I don't get it. No, yeah, Ben Heller's back. Forgot about him. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure most Yankee fans forgot about him. Yay! The Yankees are just great. Absolutely phenomenal. We're in deep trouble. Again, thank you, Snugs. I'm trying to answer you right now, but it's not late. Well, sir, it's 10 o'clock. Um, so, yeah, this Antonio Brown, we're, uh, we're just going to touch on the new news from Antonio Brown today because, obviously, that's kind of breaking news. Um, this is going to be very unpopular. And, quite frankly, it, it's going to sound bad. Again, I'll say this again. Worldwide Sports Radio Network in no way, shape, or form condones what I say, and they have nothing to do with this. This is me talking to you, and it's probably going to piss people off. And here we go. I don't believe it. I've heard this story so many times. It's too... It's, it, it's too perfectly timed. It, it's almost ridiculous at uh, the timing. And I'm going to say this right now. If the report is true that he was paying the woman off and that woman basically just got fed up with him not wanting to pay more, that's ridiculous. Now, obviously, the act is ridiculous, too. The, if he did that, then go to jail. You deserve to go to jail, and you shouldn't play another game in the NFL. 
I get all that. It sounds too well timed, does it not? This has Duke Case written to me all over it. Goes to New England on his high horse. Oh, yeah, well, how about this on Prasad? That's what this sounds like to me. Um, this is a bad look for Antonio Brown, and I'll tell you one thing right now. If the New York Times found out about this, someone in New England knows about this. The Patriots have probably already known this was going to come out. Again, Belichick's smarter than us. And again, Antonio Brown, at this point in his career, as great as he is on the field, really has to fess up about everything. I'm waiting right now for him to respond in some way or some capacity to this. He has not done so. And I'm just waiting to see here because if he responds in the next, like, five minutes, he, uh, I, he hasn't responded at all. I am going to say this, though. This still might be enough to get Antonio Brown kicked out of the league forever. Might be. Yeah. It, it, it very well might be. You've been a jackass all season long. Now back to New England. You're talking about a team that drafted Aaron Hernandez. Belichick cut him the second he found out about anything. You're talking about a team that was also the first to know Josh Gordon's trouble last season. Told him, don't come. Get your mind right. You'll get reinstated, and we will absolutely have you back. Got reinstated. New England took him back that day, I believe, or the next day he went back to practice. New England knows somehow, some way about this. And to be honest with you, if Antonio Brown is any type of brain in his head, that gets brought up in the meeting with Bill Belichick. Because at this point in time, Bill Belichick's doing one of two things. He's either game planning to cut you, or he's game planning to go along with whatever's going on here. Yeah, he might be looking similar to Gordon. He might be trying to figure out if he can help him in any way. Uh, Bill Belichick, you can say what you want about Belichick. He never, he very rarely gives up on players as far as, you know, off the field stuff. He's, he's, he's a disciplinarian and he's a hard ass. But when serious legal comes, him and Robert Kraft normally bail out the Patriots. So I have a hard time believing. The Aaron Hernandez thing was just too much to overcome for those of you who are bringing that up. You got you got to take this right now as for what it is. It looks bad. It looks worse than bad. This could be. Antonio Brown might have played his last snap. It's possible. And I'll tell you this much: New England will not honor him with a Super Bowl ring if they win one this year. New England doesn't need him. Let's put it that way. New England does not need him. He is just simply a cherry on top of the ice cream cake. He is completely a luxury. He is not a necessity. Right. Nikhil Harris' injury kind of screwed him up. Sure. 
You still have Julian Edelman as the top ten receiver in football. If you don't think so, then whatever. You still have I mean, yeah. I mean, Josh Gordon, for those of you who didn't watch him against Pittsburgh, looked like the Josh Gordon in Cleveland. And here's the other part that no one's probably considering. Do you know right now what Tom Brady's probably doing? Here, I'll, I'll illustrate. Hey, Gronkster. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're in some shit, man. Oh yeah, 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 no, no, no. I, I'll, I'll definitely, I will definitely rub CBD oil all over your body. Oh God. Oh yeah. All right. Goodbye. Tom Brady's on the horn with Gronk right now. You don't think he was doing it Sunday? The guy couldn't stay away for a weekend, and he bulked up about 15 pounds. I know, I know. Jeff knows firsthand. Gronk's, uh. What's the word? Entourage? I know common sense. Robert Gronkowski is having second thoughts. And again, don't be surprised Bill Belichick playing that either. You know what, Gronk? Just retire. Come back when you're ready. I'm dead serious. Bill Belichick never, ever loses. Antonio Brown, right now, it's one of those things where it's too good to be true. Like, ha ha, I won. I'm on New England. Oh, yeah, you think you won? Yeah, well, well, you're about to go to jail. It seems too added up. I'm sorry. It just seems too easy to line up the pieces. There's something to miss here. And Antonio Brown's next sentence is going to be the most important sentence of his entire life. Because if he screws up the next words that come out of his mouth, he will not be employed by the NFL, and he will spend a majority of his life in jail. This, this is a very sticky situation, but again, it doesn't look good, but I, I'm going to have to hear how this goes. I'm not, I'm not jumping to conclusions on this one. I'm not going to do it. It seems very spiteful. It seems very planned. Hashtag planned. And it just seems, it seems like a lot. And I know, all right, I get it. Oh, you're an asshole. Yeah, I get it. I understand that. I get it. Listen, if my girlfriend called me right now saying that, I would want the guy in jail too. I would. I agree with everyone thinking that way. Before you put the man in jail and want him castrated, let's hear what happened first. Because we've seen these cases go both ways. I mean, the Duke lacrosse kids were screwed. They sued the state. We've also seen the Bill Cosby thing where it just, oh, oh, me too. Oh, yeah, me too. 
Oh, you too. Yeah, me too. Oh, you three? Oh. Where it just got ridiculous to the point of like, oh, all right. The man was about to own NBC. This go. This is a that. This is. Do you have that breaking news sound ready? I, I have a urgent news bulletin from the sure. from Ackerman. Let's see, Let's see if this is the right one. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> this is urgent news for all athletes. Yes, we could definitely start using that. Yes. This is urgent news for athletes everywhere. We're in a different world now. Show you how different it is? You love Lawrence Taylor, right? Yeah. You would say he's probably the greatest defensive player ever, right? Uh, you could definitely argue it, for sure. I'm... Is he the greatest giant of all time? Yes, definitively. He's the greatest giant of all time. You have no ill will towards the middle? I don't know his off-field issues enough to no. decide that. Uh, not too long ago, he was caught with an underage girl in a hotel room. Lawrence Taylor is about 40, 50 years old. It was all over the place. Giant fans said that nothing happened. Giant fans defended him. To the team. Well, that was no, 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 no. no. Right, 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 right. No, no. But it's just showing how different it is. But yet, Odell Beckham Jr. got caught holding a blunt in bed with a model who was holding cocaine, and they said he's a diva. He's a crybaby. Trade him, please. Trade, 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 trade. Meanwhile. Drugs are bad, obviously. Hashtag ban drugs. But is it really worse than what Lawrence Taylor did? No, it's not. Might not be the best decision. Well, he had drug issues it. during his career. I think that's... No, yeah. I think that's, Cocaine was very heavy. Right. It, that was the bigger problem. At least that time. He wasn't doing anything like domestic issues right. like that during his no, career. No, absolutely. And again, but if again, he's, if he's doing who that... Who did worse? Again, if he's doing that, then, if he's doing that, then I don't think I would have really gone after him hard if they suspended him. Whatever, I don't know. I'm not. I don't think Pete Rozelle did that much, but in terms of like me accepting it, if he did, I probably would be fine with it. Just because, yeah, all right, it's a suspendable offense. I'd be annoyed, but I wouldn't try to protest it. What I'm saying to you is. There is no way, there is absolutely no way this wasn't planned. I'm sorry, it just doesn't make sense. Again, we're in a different era where people are a lot more sensitive now for some reason. I don't get it. I mean, I love Ray Lewis. Love Ray Lewis. People think he's a murderer. But then you got guys on this network that say John Harbaugh should be fired. <laughs> I, I, what, what do I really know? And we have, and we have uh, guys on this network who say 
Ezekiel it could be could run on the nineties Lions offensive line. And the Dax better than Andrew Luck and Tom Oh, he's Brady. gonna win three Super Bowls. Don't worry. And Russell Wilson and in a high parity NFC, he's winning three Super Bowls. I mean, I would be more concerned about making the playoffs this year, but hey. It is what it is. Um, so tomorrow we have a lot to do. Uh we're gonna go game by game. We're gonna have his playhouse. Uh, we haven't talked baseball in like two weeks. Yes, you'll have your daily bashing of Aaron Boom. <laughs> mm, well, that's because he makes it daily. It's not daily because I want it to be daily. It's daily because he makes it daily. Um, nah, you'll still find a way. No, nah, probably. <laughs> you'll nitpick on some little thing. It's getting so exhausting, though, to make fun of him. Like, I'm, I'm tired of picking on him. I think you're just waiting for somebody else to agree with you, but nobody else does. No, you know what's crazy about the Aaron Boone thing, and we're going to get ready to leave soon? Everyone kind of does, though, doesn't he? The Errol disagrees. Errol disagrees. He looks at the 100 wins and salivates. But Guido was, I can I can understand it for this year, but last year it wasn't really him. That team was talented. This team was deeper than last year's team. I know. I I agree, but it's also circumstantial, though, too. So I, I, I can see where he wants to give credit. I'm not going to go as far as manager. I don't give of the credit. Year, I'm not saying Aaron Boone. I can Boone. see where he's giving him credit. That makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Um, Mike Guido kind of does what he always does. I think he he's takes, more like me. I think he, he thinks takes both very sides. Average. I think and he's then very average on Aaron Boone, which yeah, is what I am. So. He's not average, but whatever. He takes both sides. Like, hey, I'm not an Aaron Boone guy, but he's not as bad as you say he is. Which is what uh, I think. Too, playing yeah. two both sides of the fence, that's fine. You either like him or you don't. I, I think Aaron Boone is, you know, out of the playoff teams, he's probably going to be the worst manager in the playoffs. I'll tell you that much. O- Oakland is better. Kevin Cash is better. A.J. Hinch is better. Rocco is better. Terry Francona, if they get in, is better. Uh, we've mentioned <laughs> I, don't, I love how you say if they get in, but not the, not the athletics or the race, just the Indians. <laughs> They're not in right now. All right. Which is why I predict. Okay. Just saying. It's just ironic. You can't even just. And then if you go to the National League. Sni- Sni- Brian Snicker's a very good manager. Snicker's better. Yeah, he's a, he's a good manager. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, the Cardinals? No. Is Mike I'm Schultz. Try, I'm trying to think of the Nationals guy. Oh, Dave Martinez. He's yes. not definitively better. He's not, uh, I think so. That team's not as talented as he is. He did nice this year, but he also was very – he was a big reason they underperformed last year too, though. Yeah, rookie year, give him the jitters. Anyway, I know what I just did. Everybody shut up. Um, all three National League Central teams managers are better. Madden's better. Council's better. I'll, Council's I'll say that. better. Mike Schiltz, we'll see, because, again, that team is still very streaky as and a whole. And then Dave Roberts, I think, is better. Just because you don't – you can't say LeBron's the GOAT for going to nine straight finals and then complain that the manager took you to four straight World Series. It's ridiculous. But it is what it is. I – nah. He's definitely the worst in the American League. So – that alone should tell you he's not manager of the year. That's really all I'm saying. I'm not saying. And I wanted A Rod. Yeah, uh, you're damn right. I wanted A Rod. 
I mean, for God's sakes, if Tony Romo can call CBS games, why is Alex Rodriguez not coaching the Yankees? Makes no sense. And don't be surprised Tony Romo ends up in Dallas as a coach. Hmm. All their offensive coaches right now are quarterbacks. Interesting. John Kitna is... Hey! John Kitna's there. I like John Kitna. Yeah, he was all right. I'm trying to think. The, co- the tight end coach is also a quarterback, <laughs> former quarterback. I don't, don't ask me. I don't get how that works. The offensive mo- coordinator is clearly Kellen Moore, and then the head coach is the biggest putz in the NFL. So, yeah, that works. Yep. All offensive coaches right now are quarterbacks. Troy Aikman probably said, go scratch. I'm making more money at Fox. So that's how that works. But um, so tomorrow we'll give game by game breakdowns. For those of you who wanted to hear me apologize to Lamar Jackson. Ha ha. Kick rocks. I'm not doing it today. Ha ha. Fine. Doing it. I'll do it. Tomorrow. I'll do it. Today. Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. I am sorry. You had a very good game. You now can quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think you're a consistent starter. Is everybody happy now? That's fair. Kyler Murray, on the other hand. Ha ha! Ha I told you. I told you. I give him He's, a little credit on that comeback, though. The defense was shot. That's shot. Fine. They were exhausted. But he still could have kept struggling. Yeah, Josh Rosen would have done the same thing. Anyways. I don't think Josh Rosen would have been bad the whole game, but yeah, I agree with you on that. But... I would, I'm critical of him, too, and I'm giving him credit for that. Some of the throws I, I he made were credit. very good. Yeah, and some of the throws he didn't make in the three quarters before that were awful. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think Larry Fitzgerald is more praise for the comeback than Kyler Murray is. Oh, Larry but... Fitzgerald made Kyler Murray's – Larry Fitzgerald is the reason you're giving Kyler Murray credit. Let's no, I know. I give him more praise than Kyler Murray, but I still think in that situation, a lot of rookies in their first career start would just get down on themselves right away. He stayed up. Down mm, because Larry Fitzgerald probably said you're not losing this football game. All right. I'm just saying. It wouldn't be easy for everyone to do, and I give him credit for it. As critical as I am of him and the Cardinals for just doing that decision. But, um, yeah. Speedy? We're in the end game now. Tell them where they can find us. You can find Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. Finally back on iHeart and TuneIn Radio and on our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com. That live stream is back up again. So you can listen to all shows there, both live and pre-recorded. And then SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify as well for pre-recorded stuff. Sounds good. Sounds good. We're here every day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 8 to 10, or 8 to whenever I want to go home. (laughs) Uh, That will sadly be coming to an end soon as uh, the network is growing immensely. Because of me. (laughs) Um, Just kidding, kind of, not really, but slightly. Um, In all seriousness, proud of what we've been doing here and uh, glad to have people aboard. Also want some people to go, but they're still here. Five and eleven, Mazza. Really? <laughs> Idiots. 
5 and 11. That's like saying the Zeke contract was good. No, that's a worse take than the Zeke contract is good. No, Zeke contract is. The no Zeke contract is not Stupid. great, but saying the Ravens are five, going to be five Byron and eleven Jones is a much. See, saying the Ravens are going to be five and eleven is a way worse take than well, that. Well, right, they're going to have five wins probably in seven weeks. <laughs> yeah, moron. Right, uh, idiot. Sorry, I don't want you stealing my moron rebuttal. <laughs> um. But yeah, that the five and eleven thing pisses me off. How the hell could you be that stupid? Oh, and I'm getting a co-host. Especially his own team too. Yeah, well, it's not like he's a Steelers fan. I don't think he's a Ravens fan. I think he just kind of says he's a Ravens fan because no one else is. Oh, believe me, there are moments at our offline draft where he was really screaming like he's a closet Bears fan. (laughs) So. I'm clearly convinced of that, so. Front runner. No, they lost, so I don't know if they can say that. Front runner. Right. They should have won that game 20 to nothing. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Yes. Anyway, uh, good job, Saints. Hell of a job, even though you mm-hmm. scared me. Shouldn't have been that close. But Houston's 0-1 like I predicted, and that's all that matters. Uh, we'll get into that tomorrow. You have your playhouses. I don't know how we're fitting all that in my car. Well, not even my car, so we're going to have to do this quick. But we'll figure that out. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Did you did you say your line yet? No, I did not. All right, go ahead. Let him have it. Thanks for listening, and have a glorious night. Thank you, uh, Snugs the Cat, for all the praise on Twitter, which you would have called. But thank you, B, for calling and... Always bringing up the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> hashtag ban the beef. Thank you, Jeff, for bringing up hashtag ban the beef. And uh, most importantly, thank you, Aaron Marks, coming in, chopping it up. Um, it was fun, I think. I don't really know. I tune him out after a while. <laughs> but it's you, guys right. are, you guys have a pretty good hockey argument, though. Yeah, I think so. Even though I really just wanted to get it, see his blood boil. What Errol tells you what really to say to piss him off before you say anything. So it's really just, do you really want to piss him off that much? I do. The answer is always yes. Because one day he's literally going to pop his veins in his neck. And it's going to be hysterical. It's going to wow. be so What? You're going there. What? You would enjoy his veins popping. His veins pop when he talks normally. I know that. I'm just saying... You're going to see his veins, like, shoot out of his neck like the Hulk. It's going to be funny. Not anything bad. I mean, if worse comes to worse, we'll end the show and take him to the hospital. But one day, Errol's going to lose his shit, and it's going to be hysterical. Oh, I've seen him do that. It's probably the funniest thing. Not really. No? No, it's, well, he gets annoyed over the same stuff he always does. It's hysterical. Just don't touch I, anything, people. Right, I do not touch a damn thing. This network will be left exactly how Errol loves it every day. Correct. Speaking of every day, we're here every day, 8 to 10 p.m., and thank you, Ray's nice. Cafe, for hosting. Again, 150 Motor Parkway, Hop Hog, New York. Uh, great food, great atmosphere. Come listen to the live putzes talk about sports or try to talk about sports. They're always wrong, but when they do get it wrong, come to me. I'll steer you in the right direction. Again, 8 to 10. Speed ran off where we are. 
Uh, tomorrow morning, the haystack is back. <laughs> I mean, watch, please. <laughs> Do something. Just call in and say, Tyler told me. That's all you need to say. After, you, after he says that, sky is the limit. Tell him I told you to say, hashtag ban the Guido. That just doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. Hashtag ban, ban the mic. Hashtag ban haystack. How's that sound? That doesn't sound right either. No. You're taking shots at other haystacks then. Well, then again, ban the beef takes the shots at other beefs, whatever that means. <laughs> but without beavers, we're not taking shots at beavers. Beavers are cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, not Mike. Beavers. But yeah, no, I'll think of something. But just hashtag ask him something, please. Anything. It makes him happy. I don't know why. Ask him why the Yankees suck. How about that? And you'll get a long tangent about, no, we're the best team since blah, blah, blah. The stats say blah, blah, blah. Then tell him, why are we going to win a World Series? And you'll hear, we might not. Okay, that's great. Good job. But in all seriousness, listen, because I'd love to know if I was right about what he's going to go on and on about. I'm sure his first hour and a half will be talking about how Antonio Brown is an asshole and deserves this and deserves that. And um, it's fine. But anyway, yeah, that's about it. Um... Tomorrow's Wednesday. We have playhouses, and uh, I've got to see a guy. <laughs> I've got to see a guy. I'm sorry. That's that's terrible. Anyway, see ya. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Do current market conditions have you nervous? Our experienced team of financial professionals at Heritage Harbor Financial Associates understands that no two investors are alike. We all have different goals, needs, and appetites for risk. That's why the one-size-fits-all approach does not work, especially when planning for retirement. At Heritage Harbor Financial Associates, we analyze your unique investment style so that you can work toward your individual retirement goals on your terms. Heritage Harbor Financial Associates can help you take steps to reach your retirement goals by providing a wide array of financial products to fit your needs, even for the risk adverse. Give us a call at 631-331-6599 to learn more or to set up an appointment with one of our financial professionals. You can also find us on the web at hhfa.org or on Facebook at facebook.com slash hhfa.org. Our number again is 631-331-6599. That's 631-331-6599. Investments in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and variable annuities are not FDIC insured and are subject to fluctuation in value market risk, including loss of principal Heritage Harbor Financial Associates, offer securities through AXA Advisors, LLC, New York, New York, member FINRA, SIPC, annuity and insurance products offered through AXA Network, LLC. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, um, I'd like